Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Time now for the Character and Smallman Podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Guess what day it is? It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Oh, we- <laughs> to my Venmo. <laughs> it's at M. Smallman. <laughs> Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the final edition of Character and Smallman on 101 ESPN. I'm going on vacation next week, and uh, Michelle is going on vacation forever. <laughs> Uh, it's great to have you with us. I, and uh, Michelle, I, the, just so we're clear, I will still be alive. Yeah, you will. That's right. Um, <laughs> Michelle is going up uh, up east. She's going to be working at the mothership again, and she's going to be doing great work up there. And uh, as we announced on Monday, you may not have heard, Michelle is departing. We we may have, depending on how contracts work out, we may announce the new show later in the show. It depends uh-huh. on if. Uh, she or he can get her, uh, their contract situation settled, and he or she may have a different job that they have to do at nights, so we don't know whether or not we're going to be able to get that done and announce it at, at 9 o'clock, but we hope so. Yeah, so you want to tune in just in case, because we're hoping at 9 o'clock to let you know what the next iteration of the morning show is going to be here on 101 ESPN, and trust me when I tell you, it's going to be great. How are you feeling? Weird. It's mm-hmm. a weird day. It feels mm-hmm. like a, a normal Friday, but I usually don't start most Fridays waking up at 3 a.m. and crying. <laughs> uh, but it's it's a bittersweet day because it's crying tears of gratitude because I feel so incredibly fortunate to have been in this. See, I'm going to cry already. Been in this position, and I've just heard from so many people from all over St. Louis to wish me well, and it's been it's been a very, very, very overwhelming time. <laughs> it's 7:03, and your time check is brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. Uh, so Michelle mentions it's bittersweet. Part of the the sweet, obviously, is a Mizzou 52-24 victory in their opener last night over La Tech. There you go, Tigers. Congrats to Eli Drinkwitz and the squad. Way to open the season. Pretty impressive. And Luther Burden did what we expected he would do with the Tigers down 3 nothing in the second quarter. Right at the beginning of the second quarter, the Tigers got on the board. Well, starting the second like quarter, play right it's there. a touchdown <laughs> right on cue yep. for Cody Schrader, his first in a Missouri uniform. Mizzou got a pick six. They are up by a score of 
14 to 3, and then Luther Burden extended the lead. On second and goal, it's Burden out of the backfield. Luther Burden toward the end zone for a touchdown. Oh, how about the freshman, Luther Burden? Welcome to Como. So there's a touchdown catch 24 10 at halftime, and then midway through the third quarter. And they keep Burden in the Wildcat. Burden up the middle for his second touchdown tonight. Luther Burden. He's showing people why he was the number one offensive player in the country last year coming out of high school. Burden, three catches for 17 yards and a touchdown, three carries for 26 yards, and another score for Eli Drinkwitz. Yeah, I mean, I see it every day, to be honest with you. I kind of knew what was coming. I just didn't want to build it up too much. So, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. Y'all saw it in the spring game. and um, I mean, the one he caught. That wasn't considered a passing touchdown. Uh, but... Uh, I mean, he made three guys miss. They were on the headsets talking to me about, hey, he's going to get tackled. What's our third down call? And I was like, I don't know. And he uh, made him score, so that's pretty good. And then the Wildcat was a nice little addition just to make sure he got some touches. But we've been seeing that all fall camp. And, Michelle, as great as Burden was, and we expect this, he's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And he was the highlight. We all wanted to see what he would do coming into sure. the game. Mizzou outrushed Louisiana Tech 323-8. to which is going to not be the headline because of a star no. like Luther Burden, yeah. but is an, a very important component of this game. Yeah, they want to run and they want to stop the run. And Louisiana Tech, they aren't going to win any national championships, but you also don't want to lose to them. 52-24 was the final. And to allow eight yards rushing to any team is impressive. It's good. It is very good. And Luther Burden came with a lot of hype, and it's just one game, and it's against a team that you absolutely should beat. But he looks like he is going to live up to the billing, Randy. There's a lot of pressure on somebody when you're that high highly recruited when you have your own chip with your face and name on it before you even play one snap of college football. But Luther Burden looks like an absolute stud, and he could be such a game changer for this Mizzou football program. He's the type of guy you buy a ticket to see. No doubt about it. Another absolute stud will pitch for the Cardinals tonight against the Cubs in the opener of a three-game series at the ballpark. Jordan Montgomery will go. He's 7-3 with a 3.28. He'll be opposed by Adrian Sampson of the Cubs. Cardinals will head into that action with a six-and-a-half game lead. After last night, Michelle, the Brewers were shut out by the Arizona Diamondbacks. 5-0 was the score. Merrill Kelly with seven four-hit innings. He was great. By the way, Arizona's been playing very well. They aren't a walkover anymore. But if you're the Brewers, you've got to find ways to win games. They have to go now. If the Cardinals would go... 16 and 15 in their remaining 31. The Brewers would have to go 23 and 9 in their remaining 32. It's not impossible, but it's not going to happen. It's it's absolutely not going to happen. There's nothing that the Brewers have been doing since the trade deadline that gives me any sort of belief that they'll be able to turn this around. And it's been really quite remarkable to watch that team atrophy the the way that it has. And one of the issues that they have, and the Cardinals, hey, they, they've made trades that they would like to have back, right? The, obviously, the, the trade for Ozuna. They made signings that they'd like to have back, mm-hmm. like the the the, uh, the Le- Brett Cecil signing. You know, they, they would like to have that signing back. They'd like to have that money back. Probably the last couple of years of Matt Carpenter. They got nothing like Christian Yelich. No, no. 
And you know what's funny? It, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Remember how badly people in St. Louis wanted Yelich? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. of course, the stand thing didn't work out. And then when they landed Ozuna and Yelich moved on from Miami, it was all, why, why weren't the Cardinals able to get Christian Yelich? He should have been the one. They should have really put the pedal to the metal and gone for him. Well, you could have been stuck with that. Yeah, it's not working out very well. There's a lot of hitters in baseball that are as effective as Christian Yelich. And, by the way, he's he's not the worst player in the league. He's hitting 259. He's got a 746 OPS and 11 homers, 45 RBIs. So he'll probably finish with 15 homers, 55 RBIs, 746 OPS, which is not what you want to pay $230 million for. You don't. And when you brought up the Ozuna, Sandy Alcantara, and um, what was the other one that you just brought up? The Brett Cecil. Why can't yeah. both of us couldn't remember his name? But we had to pull for those Mm -hmm. and those are two kind of outliers and it it still worked out for the team the team is still having success they're a team that looks like a formidable playoff team potentially a team that could win a world series and a lot of other organizations have made moves that have completely derailed them and derailed not only their present but their future so while the cardinals of course like any organization have moves that they wish they could have back it's amazing that they've been able to have a few mistakes and still be in the position that they're in and got lucky certainly by jason hayward not taking their offer right 200 million over 10 years and but, frankly, Albert, when he did. Right, right. We, we love him now, and we're glad that he's back, but the Cardinals would have never been in a position to be the team that they are today had Albert taken that deal. It would have totally been a, a, a problem for them financially. Yeah. When you look at the Cano contract in Seattle, 240 over 10, when you look at the contract that we're talking about with Christian Yelich, the Cardinals have made some big deals, but none of them have blown up in their faces like those particular deals. When you don't get production out of a $200 million deal, you got problems. There, who was the other one? Price, too. They were yeah, lucky that he right. said no. There's, While they've been very smart, they've also been very lucky. Yep. A couple of other notes. NBA, the Cavaliers got Donovan Mitchell from Utah, and Utah has completely disassembled what was a, a team that had a chance to go to the Western Conference Finals, and Utah gets some nice pieces back in return. They get three number ones. They get Larry Markinen. They get Colin Sexton. But Donovan Mitchell can be a difference maker for Cleveland. He can get them into the hunt in the East. It was so interesting when I saw that headline come across yesterday because seemingly, if you were following all the rumors on Twitter, it looks like he was going to the Knicks. Mm -hmm. Right. And then New York doesn't end up getting him. Knicks fans upset about that. But uh, I I was surprised to see that move made by Cleveland. I was too. But... They tried to change the game last year, and they've got three seven-footers. Still, even without Markinen, they've got three seven-footers, and they're they're changing the game. Now they just need a real point guard. And one other note, all soccer games in Argentina suspended today after an assassination attempt, attempt, attempt. on the country's vice president, Cristina Fernandez. Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner. There you go. Uh, thank you for pointing that out. So uh, she's still alive. She's fine. She's good. Somebody tried to shoot her. We were reading about this this morning. We were talking about this right before we came on the air. So a 35-year-old man came up to her outside of her home, pointed a gun at her head from close range, and the pistol was loaded with five bullets. It was triggered, but it did not fire correctly. What a scary and horrific situation. And thank goodness it did not fire correctly. Now, the president of Argentina, Alberto Fernandez, has declared today a national holiday... And so all of the football matches have been suspended. I guess that means it's not like a national holiday like we're having on Monday and Labor Day. Yeah. It's a national holiday in that everybody gets the day off. Yeah, but still, that's interesting phrasing. It is.
But there like was vacation in, a, in UK is holiday, right? I, I'm going on holiday. True, but I still don't know whether it's a celebratory word I or a vacation word. She it was an assassination attempt <laughs> that is causing this this day of everything yeah. shutting down. An assassination attempt gone awry. Gone awry. Yeah. So, uh, okay, murderers, check your guns. Oh or don't God. check your guns. I mean, are you... How about murderers, don't be murderers? Well, don't be murderers, but I mean, we all do something, right, for a living. Be good at your job. I don't think he was paid uh, paid to do this. I think he's just a nut. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was kind of like... Did you see uh, ever see the movie Gross Point Blank? It's I great. I did not. Uh, John Cusack, Dan Aykroyd, it's a terrific movie. You know I haven't seen any movies. Okay. <laughs> That's true. But... Someday, when you're at home alone, if you after you get home at like four in the morning, uh, watch Gross Point Blank. It's great. It's a great movie. Is and it about assassination attempt? It's about assassinations. Oh, per- yeah. period. John Cusack is a hitman who starts to have a moral dilemma. I wonder how that happens. How how do you get into that field? Do you seek out other assassins and ask to be trained? Do you seek out people who you know are angry and say, "Hey, if you pay me, I'll kill somebody for you." How, how does one get that job? Great question. And how does somebody find said worker? We know it's hard to come by workers these days. <laughs> but, okay, like, I need somebody to knock off an executive of a company. Not me. I'm just saying. How do you find... Hypothetically. Yeah, hypothetical situation. How do you find somebody who's willing to do that work for you? Well, it might be different today with the internet and the dark web. Yeah, that's true. But back in the day, it wasn't in the yellow pages. Oh. That's why the mafia exists. Hitman. Yeah. Um, you go to somebody you know that's connected, they'll get it done for you. <laughs> that's Michelle. I'm Randy, and we're off and running here on 101 ESPN. Just got a text from my buddy, Sean Kelly, who is going to do tomorrow night's... Tomorrow, today's Friday. Tomorrow, he's got Florida and Oregon, and that's his first game for the University of Florida. He's so going to be awesome. I'm he's so pumped be for great him. At that. He is so talented. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk to him as uh, we move on here on this show, and you should utilize him on Absolutely. your show uh, in Bristol, Connecticut, at the the mothership. I'm going to be bugging everybody. Don't yeah. you worry. <laughs> Coming up, it's Peak and Pit on 101 ESPN. Michelle Smallman, this is John Hewlett. I just want to wish you the very best in your new endeavors. You're really good at what you do. Be confident. You're going to go there to New York, and you're going to kill at ESPN. We're going to miss your smiling face, though, in the mornings around Hubbard Radio. But from time to time, I understand you're still going to come back and say hello. So we appreciate that. Good luck to you. I support you 100% in your decision, and I know you're going to do great. Take care. It's been a pleasure working with you. Tell your dad I said hey. To the Character and Smallman podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Up into the peaks or into the pit? Peaks and pits. Join in on the conversation with Character and Smallman now. Text 65780. This is 101 ESPN. Adam Wainwright with us. Michelle, we're going to miss you. Thanks for all your wonderful things that you've helped us with over the years. You're an incredible person and incredible broadcaster, so good luck to you. Adam Wainwright wishing Michelle Smallman good luck uh, upon her departure. We did get a text, and uh, Michelle, I would like to apologize to, if she's listening, the nearly assassinated vice president of Argentina. Uh, We did get a text that said, somebody almost lost their life. Enough with the jokes. 
Well, number one, almost is the operative word here, is it not? Christina Fernandez de Kirchner is still with us. She's fine. Unlike Danny Trejo, who Randy said was dead, <laughs> she is still with us. Yeah. And then the other thing that I uh, I wrote back in the text machine was, let me pull it up. Randy says two things. Number one, almost. And number two, about an 80% chance she isn't listening this morning. <laughs> but only an 80%. That 20% still exists because we are worldwide. She's got the app. You could listen to the app from anywhere in the world. Yeah, Christina, if you're tuned in. Again, we apologize. We're thrilled and, you're alive. And to text in. And I am I hope you're resting up on this holiday. For <laughs> True, yeah. What are you going to do today? You got no soccer. Randy, what are you going to do without me here? This is just going to be... <laughs> I'm going right. to be listening and I'm going to be texting you and be like, Randy, bring it in. All right. Uh, peak and pit here. On 101 ESPN. Uh, actually, my I, I have multiple peaks because we have been able to celebrate Michelle this week. We had a great dinner at Palmano's the mm-hmm. other night. Uh, thanks to our friend Mike Claiborne, who organized a great get-together last night at Napoli in Clayton, and that was a lot of fun. It was awesome. And uh, my pit, obviously, is the reason that we're doing it. <laughs> you're leaving. I know. So you asked us at Palmano's what was the peak and pit of character and Smallman. So that's what I'm going to do today. Because it's been, the whole week has been a peak, honestly. It's been such a special week for me, and I'm so grateful to so many people. But uh, let's start with the pit of character and Smallman, the alarm. I cannot wait to turn off my alarm. That gets me up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I can't wait to watch a game with abandon and know that I might be able to get more than four hours of sleep. Um, That's been the only pit. I am not a morning person. I faked it. So hard to all of you listening. You have no idea how crabby internally I was every day. I didn't, which is a great job of faking it. I have been so tired for years. I knew that, but you, I didn't know you were internally crabby, though. Well, just because I was so tired. Yeah, and not because of any other reason, but just because I was tired. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And the peak was that not only did I get to work with so many amazing people, I was thinking about this last night when I was at home crying. Um <laughs> The, the things that I have got to experience since I have come home have been a dream. I watched the Blues win the Stanley Cup and got to celebrate with everyone the next morning. Mm-hmm. We got to walk the parade route and talk to the players and the people involved and see all of the fans. I've gotten to watch the Cardinals have this resurgence and go in the playoffs. I got to watch Albert Pujols come home and chase 700. I've gotten a chance to watch Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina go for the all-time battery record and get to talk to Adam about it every single week. I've gotten to watch St. Louis get an MLS franchise and watch that be born from nothing in and watch it grow into what is going to be one of the most unbelievable sports experiences we will ever have in St. Louis. They do everything right over there. Everything is so intentional and it's great. And who could forget the Battlehawks? I got to be on the field interviewing players in front of tens of thousands of people screaming caca. It, it, it's been a dream, really. Things, well, outside of us, you know, getting the ram stolen from us and a global mm-hmm. pandemic, it's been a dream. It's been, we've been on a roll these past few years and it's been awesome to be a part of it. Yeah, and by the way, this show will last 
exactly 28 months. We started on May 2nd of 2020, right in the midst of the pandemic. And here we are on September 2nd of 2022. And this is our last show. And it's been an awesome and, and really fun 28 months. Your tech 65780 on Peak and Pit. Matthew, what do we got? Peak, I got a company car that's electric. All right. Pit, I didn't know I needed a computer science degree to drive the thing. Oh, really? I've never driven an electric car. Is it complicated? I don't know, but I always thought, Michelle, that BMWs were complicated. You uh, had a BMW. I did. It was not complicated. Okay. It was a very smooth ride. Shout okay. out to uh, BMW of West St. Louis. Amazing. They, they're they great people. Of this. Our SunTrip uh, friends yes. are the best. And yeah, it's it's difficult. I, I think that most of us probably, with our cars, we probably use maybe 20% of what the car has to offer. With all the Same. the things that are involved with a car. So just try to simplify it. I wish I had my 1970 Le Mans convertible back. That would be awesome. I could change the oil myself. Was that the one that was orange? No, my first car ever was a, a bright orange. They called it Carousel Red Pontiac Firebird Formula. It was like, I was 17. It was a police magnet. I oh. thought it was going to be a chick magnet. It was a police magnet. So no chicks? Eh, no. Uh, you uh, said there's some chicks. I yeah. can hear it in your but voice. Then later, Shout out to you. Yeah, thank you. Later in high school, I bought a 1970 Le Mans convertible, which is still the fastest car I've ever driven. And my friend Rick Griffin, who owns Past and Present Car Repair over in St. Charles, and he's awesome, and he does an unbelievable job of restoring vehicles. It was one of the first vehicles that he did. And so we. it was medium blue. It was gorgeous. Uh and I had it for a few years. It was fun. But it was so simple because there was no computer. You just go you open the hood. There's the engine. You could work on it, fix it, everything. Now with all the computers, I don't even know how to jumpstart a car. I've never attempted. I can't find Nor a battery. Nor will I. Yeah, I, can't, I have a Honda Pilot from uh, Bomberito Honda, and I cannot find the battery to jumpstart a vehicle. Yeah. You ever had a jumpstart a car before? Never. That's impressive. Triple Are you kidding? I would just... Start crying and call someone. I got surgical. Like, that I need stuff help. In, I got surgical that stuff in college because like every like two, every like two days my freshman year, somebody in the dorm would have would would blow out the battery and have to jump their car. And I would just every five minutes, I'm like, okay, I'll run downstairs. You're I'll the grab guy. the cable. I didn't have a car, but I had the cables with me for Look some reason. So I knew what I was doing. Look at you. Valuable change, friend to have. I can change a tire really fast too because there was one time where I had, uh, you ever had a car with a tire that just would not, it just every like six months would would just have a problem with it. No, I just had thankful. one car in a tire. There was a screw in it. There was a nail in it, and I had to change like three different tires like on the side of the road at like six thirty in the morning in the rain. Oof. I got really good at changing tires. Brutal. <laughs> Peak. My son was the leading tackler on his high school football team All last right. week. Fortunately, there is a pit. He tore his MCL in the fourth quarter, and his season is over. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Sorry to hear that. That's a bummer, man. Oh, that is a bummer. But technology is so good now in dealing with joints like knees that he'll be back, and he'll be better than ever, as Mike Greenberg would say. Back and better than ever. Well, when he's doing his show. (laughs) And wasn't that Mike and Mike? (laughs) Yeah, but I think, he, I think that's kind of like his it? catchphrase. Okay, yeah, tomorrow okay. we'll be back and better than ever. Okay, that's good. Uh, I'm Peek and Pit. I'm sure we all have the same pit this week. Randy didn't pick everyone a carrot cake. That's right. That's what, he he did get us a cookie cake, though, here in the studio. <laughs> Not to rub it in, but... Yeah, sorry, everybody. We get, we get, we get cookie cake. Uh, the Peak, though, the Missouri Tigers won last night, and they brought their run defense. M-I-Z. It's E-O-U. Yeah, they did. Eight yards. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'll take it. They also got some picks, which I think might not happen very often this year. Uh, peak of the week, Michelle's getting a promotion. Pit of the week, Michelle's getting a promotion. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. It's a peak and a pit. It's very bittersweet. 
that's kind of a peak and pit's a perfect segment on a bittersweet day because, yes it is well here you are just talking about these things uh peak michelle smallman is moving leaving for the mothership it's like watching your daughter move on to great things Aww. Pitt. it's also kind of like watching your daughter go off to college randy you remember how hard that was oh yeah how was that day for you when you had to drop your kids off at college so it's hard the, the first time you take them uh with katie i so she went. Patrick only went to SLU, so it was twenty minutes down the road. But still, you were you were yeah, sending him off yeah. into his his. He was leaving the nest. Yeah, so it, it's not easy. And then after we dropped Katie off, <laughs> we're we're driving out of uh, out of Peoria, and I start playing um, wide open spaces <laughs> for Joan. <laughs> How did that go over? <laughs> she cried. <laughs> She said, I can't believe you're doing this to me. <laughs> well, I told you about what happened with my parents when my dad and mom dropped me off at college. My parents oh, are pulling away, and there's this huge banner hanging from a frat house right by where they dropped me off saying, hey, dads, thanks for your daughters. Oh, man. My dad was like, what is happening? I'm turning around right now. You're coming home. <laughs> uh, peak, it's the nicest time of the year weather-wise. Yeah, it Pit. is. It also means baseball's over next month. Maybe. Well, maybe not, not, not for well, your St. Louis Cardinals. At the, at the end of the month. World Series is November. Last game of World Series is November 3rd, right? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. isn't it November? I think yeah, I think so. game seven would be November 3rd if they played all the way through it. There you go. So, you know, maybe not. Maybe baseball's not over next month. They'll win it before. They they won't play game seven. They'll yeah, win it in five. Who, who, yeah, who's, who in the American League is going to beat the Cardinals? The Cardinals are going to win. I've been telling everybody. A bunch of people from the team have been so kind to reach out to me and wish me luck. And I'm like, you'll see me in a couple months. I'm going to be back when you guys win the World Series. And no one will sit. Everyone's like, haha. They don't want to jinx it. Uh-huh. But I'm like, I'm very confident that you're going to win the World Series. And I can't wait to say I told you so when you do. This just feels like one of those years, doesn't it? It's got all of the makings really of does, a Cardinals yeah. World Series and here. And forcing you to return for it. Big time. Yeah, yeah, that's a great last little part of it. I like that. Peak. Also, by the way, that means that I have already said that so I can cash in for some tickets. I'm like, oh, I think remember we'll when I said I believed in you? Yeah. You need me there to cheer you on. I think that, yeah, I think that will work. <laughs> uh, Peak, listening to Michelle and Randy every morning at work. Pitt, I am going to miss Michelle. Oh. I am your number one fan. Well, thank you for listening so much. It's been... So amazing, Randy, to hear from so many different people that listen to the show religiously. We're a part of people's mornings, and that is so special. It really is. And that's our goal here in this business. One more here, and this is from the 309. Peak listening to my favorite show, Cracker and Salmon. (laughs) Uh, Pitt, Michelle is leaving. No offense, Randy, but seriously, FML. (laughs) (laughs) Cracker and Salmon. Cracker and Salmon shout out. Yeah, we will always be moonlighting as Cracker and Salmon. But trust me, the person who is going to be taking over for me, you're going to love this person more than you love me. They're a superstar. Amazing. It's going to be awesome. Yep. And uh, I guess let's just tentatively say that she or he will be here at uh, at 9 o'clock and hopefully we'll be able to announce the the new program. And I might have a little other announcement of my own that I get to make. Oh, yeah. In the nine o'clock hour. I like this a lot. About something else that may be coming down the pipeline. So I'm just saying, if you care about the station, if you care about the show, if you care about any of us in this room, maybe listen at nine. Our buddy Jay Delsing was at the get together last night at Napoli, and he joins us next on 101 ESPN. Hey, Michelle, it is the Courtney show here. I'm Courtney. Hi, Michelle. I'm Brando. We've we've met. It's me, Tim Conway. <laughs> we want to wish you all the best heading to Bristol to work for 
ESPN. We're so proud of you. And we, jealous. I'll be honest. We're jealous. We talked about it, all three of us a little bit. Yeah, taking chances, just, you know, moving to a different city. Yeah, and if they don't put you on TV right away, quit and come back because we... And Chris sends his best as well. He said something about this show going to hell with just character at the helm. But I, <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's going to be okay. <laughs> wanted me to pass that on. Good luck, Michelle. See ya. We're right back to the character and Smallman podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Our friend Jay Delsing was with us last night, and we're going to talk about last night's party, and he obviously wants to wish Michelle well, but uh, Jay has a show coming up on Sunday morning, and I have a question for him before we get to uh, Michelle departing. Jay, good morning. How are you doing? Great, guys. Little little dented helmet this morning, but we're okay. <laughs> okay, so a couple of things. Number one, and we know the Live Tour guys, and you and I were talking about Live Tour last night. We know that they have to try to sell... Live, right? But they're saying that they think the the four-man team formula, that format, is going to be work. It's going to work, and it's going to be really compelling. You've played team golf before. Do you think that on a weekly basis, team golf will be compelling? Man, not as I understand it, the way that that they've they've, uh, written it out, guys. I just don't see it. I mean... They're they're going to have to try to do something to make it more interesting and 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 how are you going to you know organize these teams and make them feel like someone's part of that team? I think the only thing that makes it fun for for spectators is that they can follow a, a, their team. How are you going to say this team of you know Rory and three other guys represent your city? Or your interest, or so. that's where I don't I, I don't see how the the interest is going to be there from the spectators going, oh yeah yeah this is my team I'm like this guy's from California and this guy's from you know somewhere else I I don't see that. Jay, it's been really tumultuous with golf ever since Liv kind of popped onto the scene, and there's been all of these different developments. And while it's getting everyone to talk about golf more, do you think that it's actually hurting the game? I do. I, I mean, you know, Michelle, I've, I, I've thought about this probably, probably way too much. I mean, we are talking more more golf now than ever, but it's we're fra- the, the sport and the game's fragmented completely. And Norman and Liv, they've they've broken this thing up. And I just read a, a long article from Phil Mickelson did a forty five minute interview with uh, SI uh, yesterday. And, you know, he thinks that this is going to be the, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. And then in the long game, it's going to be better for the game. And I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, right now, I don't see how these two entities are going to get together. I mean, there was opportunities with our commissioner and Norman to sit down and, you know, I don't know how much we want to get into this guys, but the wraparound part of the season has never been that interesting to me. I thought that maybe if the PGA tour said to live look we're going to go until the tour championship which is say pick a date september 1st and then you guys can have september to january 1st and then we'll pick up you know the pga tour january 1 and try to go at it that way at least try to integrate some different interesting golf in what we call the wraparound season now but that never happened and i don't know what you think but i don't think norman would have signed off on that i think he wants blood 
That's the sense is that there's mm-hmm. some anger there, some angst on the part of Greg Norman about the PGA Tour. And for him, this was it wasn't about growing. the. It doesn't seem to me growing the game on a worldwide basis as much as it is getting his pound of flesh from the PGA Tour. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's getting ridiculously wealthy doing it. He already had a bunch of dough. I, it, it, you just try to look at the motivation, and I feel like here's a guy in his late 60s that's really looking for some sort of relevancy in the game, and this is the way that he went and did it. And I, I don't know, man. Right now, I don't like it. I, I don't like it much at all. Jay, it was good to see you last night at our going away get-together for Michelle at Napoli. And I know that early on when we got started with this show, when you called me, you said, hey, I'd love to come on with you and Michelle. And I know that uh, you have a great deal of affection for and respect for the job Michelle does. Oh, my gosh. Michelle, you're the best. You are the best. It is such a ballsy move for you to go to New York City. To, to but one, And I'm sure you're feeling all sorts of, of emotions right now, but you got to remember these guys called you. They want you they, They're. I tell my daughters, they're always watching. Someone's always watching. Mm-hmm. You're not, you don't live in a vacuum and you're doing a great job. You, you represent sport in such a, such a well-informed classy way. You've done so much great stuff for St. Louis. You've rep, rep, represented the East side You've, you've done just great stuff, and this is not forever, Michelle. We're going to be hanging around. You're not going to be able to get rid of us this easily. Jay, everyone's calling me the David Perron of St. Louis Sports Talk Radio <laughs> because I've, I've been back twice, and you know I'll be back a third time. This is home, and uh, it feels like I'm, I'm studying abroad, that I know that this is just going to be a stint somewhere <laughs> else until I can eventually make my way back here, but I can't thank you enough for always joining Randy and I on Fridays and the great conversations we've had, but most importantly, the support. You're one of my biggest cheerleaders you're always listening and texting into the show and hyping me up and i just appreciate you so much oh my gosh it's been so much fun and look there's airplanes we can still get together <laughs> there you know there's, there's a lot of ways we could still see each other so you're gonna kill it i can't wait to watch what you do thanks jay jay what do you have coming up on your show on sunday morning Guys, I got a fella named Jim Fickert who who lives in town here, works for Craftsman. He makes all of the PGA Tour trailers. Randy, those equipment <laughs> trailers, are they're, they're literally guys like walking into a candy store if you're a golfer. Mm-hmm. It is. It's got. They've got shafts and they've got grips and they've got fifteen different heads from every single make and model of drivers. It is. It's really cool. So he talked a little bit about that, and I had no idea how much. Those things cost, they're, they're well over a million bucks to make these trailers. So they're a lot of fun for golfers, and I thought it was kind of uh, kind of interesting. That's cool. And then on Labor Day over at Norwood, you'll be participating in the qualifier for the Ascension Charity Classic, and Michelle and I both want to wish you good luck in that because I want to follow you around again this year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, you're going to have to you – you won't have to put a bag over your head this year when you followed me <laughs> like last year so nobody knew you were in the crowd. But yeah, it's really going to be fun. Norwood is in great shape. Ascension, you guys, Padraig Harrington has committed. Um, Justin Leonard is playing his uh, first Champions event. The, the field is, is absolutely loaded. Steve Stricker, Captain Stricker from the Ryder Cup, is playing. Um, so it's, gonna, it's going to be a great field and really going to be fun. So hopefully I get in that thing and, uh, you know, get to whack it around again. It'll, it'll be a lot of fun. Jay, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Will do, guys. We love you, Michelle. Thanks, Jay. Love you, too.
That's our friend Jay Delsing here on 101 ESPN. Coming up, get your text into the Air Comfort Service text line 65780. little game of take it or leave it on 101 ESPN. All-time favorite character and Smallman guests, David Perron. I'm hearing you're moving on to uh, another opportunity, which uh, I wanted to congratulate you on. And uh, that's amazing. I had a lot of fun uh, chatting with you guys and uh, looking forward to see what you do. We're right back to the Character and Smallman podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Take it or leave it. Give us your feedback now by texting 65780. It's Take It or Leave It with Character and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Powered by Gloria Lou Realty. Visit GloriaHasTheBuyers.com and start packing. Hey, Michelle, Risho here just saying, hey, good luck. And man, thanks for the good times. Remember when we uh, remember when we all robbed the bank? Oh, my goodness. Yes. How could I forget? I mean, how much money did we get? Well, I mean, I thought we weren't going to talk about that. We don't talk about that. It was a lot of money. And I can't believe you did that to that security guard. I know. And the car chase. Remember what she threw out the window? Yep. I had to go and get it. I had to pick Mm -hmm. up every little piece of it. You glued it back together, though, right? I tried my best. Yeah. It's never going to look the same, though. And Michelle made us stop for a slice of pizza. We're going to miss you. Yeah, because she gets hangry. And she left her credit card there at the pizza place, which was not good. But in all reality, Michelle, thanks for uh, helping us commit all those crimes. <laughs> I do love my pizza. What can I say? The Riz Show guys are awesome. They are. Yeah. Uh, take it or leave it on 101 ESPN. Okay, Michelle. Luther Burden, top offensive player coming out in the 2022 graduating class. Take it or leave it. In his time at Mizzou, Luther Burden is a Heisman finalist. I will take it. I think he's going to be too. He's already got the hype around him. So he's, and that's half the battle is getting recognized mm-hmm. for what you're doing. And he's already going to be a name that everyone's talking about. And small sample size, but it looks like he's going to have the, the skill set to back it up. I actually can't wait to watch Luther Burden continue to, to blossom and get a little seasoning on him. Uh, and a little seasoning on the chips. Old Vienna, be prepared delicious. to get your production increased because people are going to be, the chips are, in addition to being delicious. Yep. The fact that Luther Burden is promoting them makes a lot of difference. So get ready to have to do a lot of production because Luther Burden's going to make your chips really popular. They're already everywhere. I was at mm. Blue City Deli the other day getting an Italian sub, and I go to grab a bag of salt and vinegar chips, and I see the Luther Burden chips already at Blue City Deli. I was like, hell yeah, Luther Burden. Yeah, got to get those. And they're at uh, Mobile on the Run. They're everywhere. The it's, it's great to awesome. see. awesome. I'm so excited. Um, okay, guys. So obviously I keep saying, and I'm, I'm trying to speak it into existence, but then I'll be back soon because I'm going to be back to see the Cardinals win the World Series. And I've been thinking a lot about the Cardinals and the postseason and all of the makings of the Cardinal magic that are in place right now, right? So take it or leave it, guys. Lars Newtbar has an iconic postseason home run. I'm going to take that. Yes, I'm taking I'll that take one all day. Right? Yeah, He's, all day. He ha- is showing us that he is capable of doing it. And the Cardinals always have somebody that the rest of the country doesn't expect that steps up. And I think it could be Lars Newbar. I can just see him in a critical moment launching a home run somewhere. And I have a feeling it's going to be on the road. It's going to silence the crowd. And you're just going to hear the Cardinals fans yelling Newt from the, from the silence. I think that's a, a really nice call. And I, I get a, just a, a big game vibe from him, don't you? When when the Cardinals are involved in a big yep. game, you just you kind of get the feeling that he's he, he's a guy that will step up in the big moments. 
and just watching the way that the team reacts to him, how Albert's the first to greet him with the big yep. hug and do the pepper grinder, it just ha- it. I'm telling you, I just have this feeling about him that we're going to be talking about Lars Newtbar postseason hero before it's all said and done. His energy, I'll tell you who he kind of reminds me of is a left-handed hitting George Springer. He's he's not going to hit for the power, I don't think, that Springer hits for, but just in terms of the energy that he brings, I, I, I see him as kind of that kind of a guy. All right, your tech 65780. Matthew, what do you got? Take it or leave it. The Cardinals will finish their current homestand with a 6-1 and one record. 6-1? 6-1. and one. Yeah, three against the Cubs, four against the Nationals. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to leave it just because it's going to be hard to do. They mm-hmm. should do, but it's going to be hard to do. Yeah. It, it will six be and difficult. One, maybe five and two. Yeah, they they should. Maybe you take two out of three, three out of four. There you go. Take it or leave it. Missouri Tigers will have at least nine wins. Leave it. Yeah, it's a, I'm going to leave yeah, it too. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be tough. I was talking to to Kerry uh, Davis, who was also at our event last night, about Illinois and Missouri, and we we both agree that. Is that why we were drinking? Yeah, exactly. Missouri and <laughs> Illinois Accurate. are essentially the same program, and both should be seven or eight win teams every year. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to disagree. Illinois should be better. Illinois, there's no reason why Illinois athletics should be what it is. It no, drives me bananas. But eight, seven or eight wins is a really good year. I know, but they should be... They have every possible resource to be a they preeminent do. program well, in football and basketball. They so, just can't so does do it. Missouri. But the problem is, is when you have Alabama and you have Auburn and you have Clemson coming in and poaching your local players. If you're Missouri, it's Kansas City and St. Yeah, Louis. If yeah. you're uh, Illinois, it's St. Louis and, and uh, Chicago. It's really difficult because of national recruiting. But I think we should all be happy as Illinois fans and as Mizzou fans with that that eight-win season, and then maybe every decade or so you get a shot at a conference championship. Yeah. But I think we... You're a number one seed, yeah. and then you get bounced by Sister Jean. Yeah. Neither yeah. have ever been great in football. Neither have... Uh, on, no. a, on a Illinois consistent Illinois basketball basis. has been great. Yeah. Illinois football and Illinois has Illinois basketball been is a different animal. Yeah, yeah. One game from the national championship twice, Randy. Thank you very I much. know, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what we should be really happy with. And then if you can go 7-5, and 8-4, and four, have that 9-3 and three year now and then, that'd be cool. But going 9... Winning nine games as an SEC team—that's a really, really, really good year. Yeah. yeah. The real, the reality of Mizzou football team is that they actually did have three chances, but everyone knew they weren't going to touch Alabama in that one SEC championship game. We knew it was a pipe dream. And we didn't even expect. Yeah, it. that's so true. That's 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 the Mizzou fan going right into that game. Missouri had four, four and five star players. The the SEC championship game four. against Alabama. Four, Missouri four and five star. Four and five star okay. players. <laughs> Alabama had forty-four, four and five star. Wow. Players. Yeah. Well, that's what we call a disparity. That is. And Just think about this, Michelle. You have classic 20, David and Goliath You, you, you get to start 22. They, they had two that's... teams, two starting units, if they played the right positions, two starting units of four- and five-star players. That is disgusting. That's unbelievable. Good luck, Mizzou. Auburn was like, cool, we, have, we got a chance here. That, oh, two years later, ain't no chance. No. Here, Sorry about it. No. Take it or leave it. Michelle will not have to go very far to watch the Cardinals play the Yankees in Game 3 at Yankee Stadium of the World Series. I'll take that. I'm going to leave it because I really am concerned about the Yankees. Why? Just because they've been so bad. and now They, they lose, have been bad. They but... lose Cortez. Their bullpen is kind of a mess. I, I wonder if they're going to succeed come playoff time. Houston is still really good. If, if Verlander isn't there, I'm worried about Houston too. Yeah. I, I just feel like the Yankees are kind of 
like the Warriors where they were so talented and so good. And sometimes you have a little bit of a lull, but good teams always find a way to find themselves again. And I think the Yankees are a good team. So I think that they'll in September round back into form and be a formidable postseason team. The most unbelievable franchise in in I'll, I'll give it to them in all the sports is the Tampa Bay Rays. And at the moment, the Rays are only six games behind the Yankees. They have a record of 72 and 57. They have lost their starting catcher, Mike Zanino. They've lost their starting center fielder, Kevin Kiermeyer. They always trade people during the offseason, but they're always good. And those two teams, the Yankees and the Rays, play this weekend at Yankee Stadium. So this is going to be huge because the Yankees can't beat Tampa. This will be telling about the future of the 2022 Yankees this weekend will. Also, if the season ends today, Yankees have a better record, so game three wouldn't be in St. Louis. Because it's 2-3-2, two, uh-huh. two, right? That's correct. So game one and two would be in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, so still, right. you got two chances right there off the top. There you go. There it is. Michelle's going to be right there. should note that that series this weekend is in Tampa, but essentially when the Yankees go to Tampa, it's home. It's a home crowd for them, not necessarily a home field. <laughs> Take it or leave it, the most heated debate on the entire run of Carriker and Smallman was the Rocky Road debate. Oh, I'll have to take that, yeah. That was it was pretty intense. Pretty tough. I'm trying to think if there was any other one. I don't ones. think Michelle's ever taken as hard as a stance as vanilla is the greatest ice cream. I think that was... It's a foundational piece, people. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the ice cream with which all other ice creams are built upon. Think about all of the toppings you can add to vanilla. You can't do that with strawberry. We had some pretty good ones, though. Like, <laughs> well... Shouldn't open this door. How, how, about, how about this? I would argue that the number makes the man. And just let's ask Jose Quintana, all right? 63, he rocks and rolls. 62, he can't pitch anymore. The man makes the number, not the other way around. I wish that were the case, but we've got apples to apples comparisons going here, don't we? You, you tell that to USC and, and ha- how they give out the number 55, that that, that the man doesn't you make the 55. number. I do love 55. Um, USC does too. Another big debate was about the nicknames. Oh, J-Dub. Yeah. J-Dub. That's not a debate. I mean, this is an open and closed case. That You're right. It is terrible. are great. No, was, it's terrible. What was the, what was the worst one again? Uh, J-Mon going for the Cardinals J-Mon. tonight, by the way. J-Mon. Randy, no. No. <laughs> J-Mon would be much better. You guys didn't like, you don't like Nadub. Nadub. That was Nadub. the one. It was Nadub. But he did say to JR that he liked it. Yep. He did. But I think he was just too nice to say no. <laughs> this is awful. Oh, come on. Everyone now. on the team calls him walks. <laughs> Yep. That's fair. Take it or leave it. With a weak free agency class overall, the Cardinals should go all in on Verlander for one year. Uh, I think I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that. It'd, it'd be fun, but uh, and uh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. No. Thank fair. you, Matthew. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. Coming up next, Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic is here in the building, and he's going to talk to us about the latest from the tournament next on 101 ESPN. Hey, Michelle, it's Jeremy Rutherford. I want to thank you for your friendship. But more importantly, I want to thank you for turning me on to Gloria Lou. If not for your 1,000 reads a day, I would have never have known who to take my real estate needs to. I do have one question, though, with you leaving. Who is going to take Randy out of the cone of silence? Here's my Michelle impression. Oh, where's Randy? Oh, he's talking to the big boss in the hallway. Oh, here he comes with his propel. Also, who's going to set up all the drama with the winner of the fight? Will it be Randy, who might be a little sluggish after eating a plate of pasta last night? Or will it be Bill from Festus, whose son just became an Eagle Scout? Big shoes to fill, Michelle. All kidding aside, you're the best. 101 is a big family, and we're all going to miss you. 
We're right back to the Character and Smallman podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. A fresh perspective on the day's biggest stories. It's Character and Smallman's Fresh Take. Brought to you by Schnucks Rewards. It pays to shop at Schnucks. Download the Schnucks Rewards app today. Michelle, it's Favaz from Casey. You can't go anywhere. Didn't you know that? Hey, congratulations and good luck. And boy, New York City, that's a big step. You know, it was always cool doing mornings knowing that you and Randy were on the other side of the wall. So I wish you nothing but the best. And tell your dad, Casey's not going anywhere. See ya. <laughs> Michelle Smallman's dad, Tony, is a big Casey fan. I think when we're off the air at 10, he moves right over to Casey 95, right? I asked him what he wanted for Christmas this past year, and he's like a Casey hoodie. I'm like, okay, I think I can get that done. He's dying. It it's amazing. That's great. One week from to not, from right now, the Ascension Charity Classic will be underway over at Norwood Hills Country Club. And Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic, great friend of the show, joins us here in studio. Great to have you with us. Oh, I had to be here for Michelle's last time. Yeah, and she appreciates that greatly. Absolutely. It's great to see you in person, Nick. We always get a chance to talk to you on the phone, but it's great to see you in person. We were just talking about how sad I am that I'm not going to be in town for the Ascension Charity Classic because it's such a great event, but it's actually a series of events. It's an entire weekend that's jam-packed, so give us a rundown of what the schedule will look like next weekend. Sure. We really wanted to expand it into a week of festivities celebrating North County and the region, even the state of Missouri. So. Uh, we kick off on Monday, actually, this coming Monday. We have our Monday qualifier, and it's at Norwood, which is pretty rare for a Champions Tour qualifier to be at the host course. And I know our good friend Jay Delsing will be in the field. There's about 20 past tour winners in the qualifier. If you looked at the field for the qualifier, it looks like a Champions Tour event. It's <laughs> so amazing. Uh, so we have that on Monday. And then on Tuesday, we have, uh, we're doing a community breakfast up at Glen Echo with me and Senator Brian Williams uh, and a bunch of others, Mike McMillan, to, to really um, talk about what long-term investment in North County looks like. We feel like that's a good way to start the week. We got our pairings party Tuesday night for our Pro-Am. And then Wednesday and Thursday, we have our Pro-Am. And then Thursday, we kick off our APJ Classic, which is our second tournament up at Glen Echo, the Advocates Professional Golf Association, which is really a developmental tour for African-American golfers. And this year, as you guys know, we're really trying to lean into making golf more diverse and inclusive at the professional ranks and so that it sort of impacts everybody. And then over the weekend, Friday and then Saturday, we have our legends. You know, we got Nancy Lee, Hale, and then Coach Berube, Ozzy, and Ryan O'Reilly which um, ticket sales went up as soon as we announced that. <laughs> Not surprisingly, mostly among women. Uh, and that'll be Saturday afternoon. And then Sunday, our finale. You know, last year we had a playoff with David Toms and Dickie Pride. We couldn't have scripted it better. And this year, with the field, we have eight of the top ten Schwab Cup leaders, uh, including uh, Steve Stricker and Padraig Harrington, who we didn't have last year. And so it's going to be a great finish. Nick, what to tell you about your tournament that so many former winners are going to participate just for a chance to play in your tournament? It's pretty amazing. You know, I was going over that with the team yesterday, and the team's done an amazing job. Steve Spratt, Tim Heitman, and others, Lonzo Bird. Um, we have guys like Bob May, who nearly won the PGA against Tiger, uh, Len Matisse, uh, Carlos Franco, four-time winner. These are all guys Monday qualifying. Matt Gogol, who won on tour, did a stint on the Golf Channel. Uh, just a lot of big names. And it, it really is, this is, in, in two years now, this has become a marquee event. Not just a good event, a marquee event with among the strongest fields, biggest fans by far, on the Champions Tour. And I think that doesn't speak to, to just how good the tournament's organized, although it is, but it really speaks to St. Louis fans, our community, the charitable commitment, and, uh, and how great our fans are. 
Yeah, and that's what I think a lot of people listening that might not be aware of the Ascension Charity Classic don't know. They're thinking, oh, wow, another great big golf event that's happening in St. Louis. But this has such a strong charitable arm as well. Yeah, when we conceived it, it was really the golf was second, charity was first. And so we decided that, you know, all proceeds were going to go to charity. Um, North St. Louis-based charities that really help uh, kids primarily. And so we have the Urban League, Mary Grove, and Boys and Girls Club. And, you know, in two years, we've raised over a million dollars. This year, I expect us to exceed that number just based on our early projections. We sold out three-day of pro-ams. Last year, we had two days. Um, just what we look uh, at our projections for attendance and, and corporate sponsorship. You know, uh, corporate St. Louis has really stepped up. I'm just so proud of the way. If you want to look at how great this region is, start with the the DNA of our corporate citizens and how committed they are. And so I've always said David Toms is our our first winner, but our real champions are, are the charities. Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic. What about the ticket situation? I'm sure people can still get tickets, but how can they do it? Yep, go to AscensionCharityClassic.com. We have uh, ground passes for the day, for the week. We have our Club VRP, uh, Club 314 tickets, which are the 17th hole. It's really fun. Uh, knock on wood, the weather forecast looks good. So I think it's yeah. going to be a great weekend, and we want to we exceed last year's record crowd. So come out and see us at Norwood. I have received multiple texts from Nick Ragone with the weather forecast <laughs> for that weekend. And this I'm has sure. happened for the last 10 days. How, how many times a day do you get yeah, on your phone question, to look maybe. at that forecast? Uh, 38. As my wife would say, <laughs> way too many. I've become an amateur meteorologist. And uh, let me tell you, meteorology is not easy, as you guys know. It's a little, uh, a lot of variables, a little, a little capricious. But yeah, I, um, you know, because we do all this planning for 51 weeks, and then there's, there's one part we really can't control, which is the weather. Yeah. I'm sure Michelle could control it, but the rest of us can't. I'll put in a good word for you, Nick. <laughs> Don't <you>. worry. <laughs> so, And one other thing, and Michelle and I were talking about this before we came on the air. What about goals to deliver to the charities? Do you guys set a, a financial goal in terms of what you would like to deliver to the, the charities that are, are benefiting from the Ascension Charity Classic? We absolutely do. Uh, we looked at, you know, the first year we didn't play an event, not a tournament, an event. And uh, <laughs> Uh, we we ra- we still raised two hundred twenty five thousand dollars thanks wow. to Emerson's partnership and worldwide. Last year we did eight hundred thousand, so a combined million. And our goal this year was to exceed a million. We we also added uh, the RSM putting challenge on Tuesday, so we could have ten more charities competing for uh, prize money um, through a putting challenge. And so you know it's that type of growth where our goal every year, Randy, the number I look at is. How much money did we raise and how many charities could we distribute it to? And that's, you know, fan attendance, great golf, great field. All that stuff takes care of itself. And the charity is really the part I'm focused on. All right. Finally, Michelle Smallman has spent a lot of time in New York, so she's familiar with the, the, the lay of the land. But as a native of New York, give her the one <laughs> or two most important tips you have for her as she makes her way to NYC. Let me get my pen ready. I mean, wow. I, I am a native of New York, and my wife and I, uh, some of the happiest years we had was living in New York City in Manhattan, Gramercy Park. So. Uh, one thing is to just take advantage of the restaurants. I know you will, but and St. Louis has a great food scene, but there's nothing like uh, New York. And the second part is, I think you know, it's a it's give yourself to the community, and it'll give back. You get out of it what you put in. New York has a, a a kind of eclectic energy that you really don't see anywhere else. It's a it's a walking town, and just feed off that energy, and uh, you're gonna love it, and it's gonna love you. I'm sure. Thanks, Nick. Great tips. I will take those with me. There you go. The Ascension Charity Classic all next week, and you can get information at ascensioncharityclassic.com. Nick Ragone, thanks for coming by. We appreciate it. Always good to see you, and we will definitely see you next week. Bring the good weather with you, Randy. Do my best. <laughs> yes, Michelle will send it our way, and then we'll, I'll bring it over to the course. Nick Ragone, Michelle Swalman, Randy Carricker. Coming up, Jim Bowden has moved Jordan Walker in his prospect rankings. Where has he moved? We'll find out next from Jim Bowden on 101 ESPN.
Hey, Michelle, it's BK. It's a bittersweet day. We know at 101 we're losing an unbelievable broadcaster and someone that we'll never truly be able to replace. That being said, you're going to take St. Louis with you to ESPN. And for that, we are incredibly grateful and we can't wait to see what the next step of your career holds for you. It's going to be awesome to be able to watch from afar. And this isn't a goodbye. This is a we'll see you soon. Thank you for taking St. Louis with you to ESPN. And we wish you nothing but the best of luck as you do so. Congratulations, Michelle. We're right back to the Character and Smallman podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, where Jim Bowden of The Athletic is standing by, former Major League General Manager, did a great job with the Reds and Nationals, and now does a great job of covering baseball for The Athletic and also Sirius XM MLB Radio. Uh, Jim, good to have you with us on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. Great to be back on your show. And we appreciate you joining us. And we were thrilled last week to see your re-rankings of the minor leaguers and see where Jordan Walker landed. Yeah, landed number one on my list. Um, I spent a lot of time watching him in spring training. And one of the things that really stood out to me is his ability to cover the entire strike zone with a six-foot-five frame. It's amazing, and it's really hard to do. Um, and he does it extremely well. Um, very athletic, great guy. Watched him again, scouted him in the Futures game. And when I got done scouting him in that game, um, I text John Mosaylock, the president of the Cardinals, and I, I said to him, I said, this is the best prospect on the field. Wow. And I did the same thing five years earlier to Mark Shapiro of the Blue Jays after I saw Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and at that point, people weren't putting him as the top prospect in the game. And I, I said to Mark, I said, Mark, this is the best, this is the best prospect on the field. It's not even close. Um, I, I haven't done that since. So, you know, five years later from two, 2017 to 2022, but that's, I had to do it when I saw Walker. I mean, 20 years old, I give him a 60 hit tool at six foot five. That, that's just ridiculous. Um, 70 power. This guy's got unbelievable easy power with backspin to all fields, but it's just easy power for him. He, does, he doesn't have to try to hit homers. He's just going to hit homers. Um, the only tool he's got below average, obviously, is the run tool. He's a below average runner, but he's got a really good arm, and he's going to be he's going to be solid defensively wherever you put him. You know, I know that you know third base probably a position, but you've got Arenado and Goldie, so he's not going to play the corner. So he'll end up in, in either left or right field, which is absolutely fine. But I'm already predicting that he's the National League Rookie of the Year in 2023. I think he's a superstar in the making. I think you're going to see a guy in time that's going to hit 300, get on base 40% of the time, and hit 30 to 40 homers. That's the kind of talent. So as much as it is fun, if you're a Cardinal fan, right, there's nothing more fun than watching Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. They're probably going to finish 1-2 in the MVP voting in the National League. Um, Walker's bat belongs with both of theirs. That's where it's going to be. He's not the defensive player, obviously, but those two gold glovers are. But the offense, he's going to have an MVP kind of bat like Goldie and Arenado. That's pretty exciting, I think, for Cardinals fans. And, Jim, he's only played 13 games in right field down at uh, A. He's got six assists as a right fielder down at A in 13 games. Could you envision him being the opening day right fielder for the Cardinals in 2023? Oh, I'll be shocked if he's not. Absolutely shocked. Yeah, no, absolutely. I can see him. I can't see a scenario where he's not that. And, yes, he's got a plus arm, no doubt about it. And, you know, 
Look, is he going to be great in right field? No. But is he going to be good enough that you can win a World Series with him? Absolutely. So, yeah, it's going to be exciting. But I, as I said, I'm, I'm picking him to win rookie of the year. I want to be the first to do it. So I, I, I'm out front now. Okay? <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm enjoying this. Um, and, yes, starting in the lineup, you know, probably hitting in that lineup, probably hitting six to start out. But I'm telling you what's amazing is the hit tool. That's what's amazing. This guy doesn't have holes for that size. That's something you just don't see. Jim, you're getting a lot of people in St. Louis very <laughs> excited by what you're saying, and you're going to take it up a notch because you also have another article out at The Athletic. Ten Major League Baseball pitching prospects primed to make your top 50 in 2023. Number two on that list for the Cardinals, Tink Hentz. Tell us what your ob- observations are of him and what you project him to be. Yeah, I mean, look, I had no idea who he was, to be honest with you, until this year. And he's one of those guys that, you know, I haven't seen him – um, a lot, all right, and I had never seen him until this year. Uh, and I had to do literally, I think, a double take or a triple take because uh, I wasn't going to see him, right? That my, my plan wasn't to see him. I saw him by accident, and I saw him in the Florida State League. I live here down in Florida, and I'm looking up, and this guy's throwing 97, 99, and he throws this curveball that made me spill my popcorn. Literally. <laughs> I'm like four rows back behind home plate, and he buckled me. And I looked up. I said, who the F is this guy? <laughs> and his first name is Pink. And I'm like, no, I don't have to go to the bathroom, but who is this guy? <laughs> um, and, and, and then I looked through a couple of change-ups. We're like, you know, this, this might be a plus pitch. So I'm thinking going, okay, 97-99, a knee-buckling curveball, and a change-up that could be a plus. So then, of course, I, I you know looked him up, and he was a second-round pick couple of years ago uh ceiling is real i mean i i'll be honest with you i wanted to put it on my top 50 but because i only saw him one time it was really hard for me to do that but you better believe i'll be i'll be watching him uh, from now on at uh, tink hence i don't know has there ever been another player in baseball called tink i don't I know th- there was a tinker feel but i don't think there's been a tink has there no i think the closest thing is ever to tinker to chance <laughs> that's about it right yeah, I guess. <laughs> Jim Bowden with us on 101 ESPN. By, by, by the way, by, by the way, 77 strikeouts in 48 in the third innings. Pretty good. Hey, as we sit yeah. here on September 2nd, Jim, what do you think of this year's Cardinals? Obviously, the National League is tough, but the Dodgers now apparently with, with Gonsolin on the shelf and with Bueller not coming back, they aren't what they were going to be. The Mets are awesome, but... Uh, it seems as, and by, by the way, those two teams get the buy. We just want to know where you think the Cardinals stand in all of this. Okay, so I'm going to put it in perspective for you so you know how I look at things, right? If you had asked me about the American League, I, my response would have been Houston is the best team in the American League, and I'm expecting them to be in the World Series. So if you had asked me about the American League, that would have been it. The National League, I really believe, is a crapshoot. Mm. I really believe in my heart, right, that the Braves, Mets, Cardinals, Dodgers, I'm not sure about the Padres and Phillies, but I think those four teams, any one of the four can win the World Series. Now, I will say this. Dodgers have the best team in baseball, but their bullpen's being exposed right now, and that's that's an issue. It may not be an issue a month from now, right? Because they might be able to put, you know, the way Kershaw threw last night, they might be able to put Dustin May in the bullpen. Um, If Tony Gonsolin comes back, that changes things. Evan Phillips has been great, but you don't know what Craig Kimbrell you're getting. And then there's a lot of question marks there. That, that's a weakness that could show up in a short series. So although they have the best team in the game, and I think they can hit 
they, they can hit aces, right? They've beaten Max Reed. They've beaten Sandy Alcantara in one of the two starts against him. They've beaten Carlos Rodon. They've beaten Logan Webb. That lineup can beat the, the best pitching, so that matters. But we do have a little bit of a weakness there in the bullpen that, that's out there, which the Mets just kind of proved this weekend when they won that series. So um, I, I think that tells me you, you are beatable in a short series, right? Um, I look at the Cardinals, and I think the baseball gods are going to be on their side. Like, like, and I believe in this, you know, sometimes there's just that karma. Uh-huh. And to say goodbye to Molina and Pujols and maybe Wainwright, uh, would there be a better script that God could write than the Cardinals win a world championship? There cannot be a better script. Now, when I look at St. Louis, I know their offense can score with the best of them. They've been third in, in the National League and run score basically all year, including the last 30 days. They can hit good pitching. They've got two MVP players that can carry in a short series, and Arenado and Goldie. You, you've got uh, New Bar that's doing things like, what? where did this come from? I didn't see that coming. That's pretty exciting. They have an elite defensive team. They have a very good offensive team. They've got an impact closer at the back end. Um, and you've got guys like Wainwright and Michaelis and Montgomery, you know, at the top that can keep you in games with it with a chance to win. So it's good enough to win. There's no doubt in my mind. I look at Atlanta, and I love Atlanta. They've got Freed, Strider, and Morton at the top. Is that much better than the Cardinals? A tad, yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd say a tad. The Mets have Scherzer, DeGrom, and Bassett. That's better than what the Cardinals have. Dodgers have better than what the Cardinals have at the top, but that's it. So, you know, look, how many years have we seen? Like, I watched the Atlanta Braves win 14 straight divisional titles when I was a GM, and Maddox, Smoltz, and Glavin had one world championship to show for it. One. Mm -hmm. So as much as I would tell you I'm worried about the Mets rotation, the Dodgers rotation, and a short series, which I would be, the fact of the matter is history tells me it, it doesn't matter. So Cardinals have a chance. It's going to be fun. No doubt about it. Last thing from me, Jim, you mentioned you were a GM for many years, Major League Baseball executive of the year. You've been around baseball for a long time. John Mozeliak is a very polarizing figure here in St. Louis, despite the Cardinals sustained success during his tenure. I want to know, through your perspective, how you view John Mozeliak as a baseball executive. He's a winner. Um, I, I, I can do without his socks. Which reminds me, when he goes to Florida, he doesn't wear socks. I can, I can, I can do away with the designer socks that he wears. But uh, <laughs> Mo's track record over the last decade speaks for itself. How many teams have finished first and second like every single year for a decade? Um, he is a precision guy at the trade deadline. Precision. He knows what the need is. He goes and gets. He doesn't wheel and deal and change the clubhouse with lots of moves. But every year when a team needs a piece. He goes out and gets that precise piece. You, you needed a, a couple more starters. Okay, here's Montgomery and Quintana. Okay, maybe I didn't get Soto, but I got the piece I needed to tell Milwaukee to go home, right? And that, that's what he does. And I don't know how you can criticize an executive that makes the Arenado trade and makes the Goldschmidt trade and they're top two in MVP. And as you go back and look at what he gave up in those trades, like really? Um, you know, it's po- let me tell you why it's polarizing, right? It, it, this is as simple as this, right? In, in, in baseball with fans, right? When you win the World Series, they will love you. Every fan that's polarizing on a negative perspective on Mo, if the Cardinals win the World Series, they will say all along they knew he was the best. <laughs> right. That's how it works. <laughs> if they get eliminated in the first round of the playoffs, he should have done more. Can you believe he didn't get Soto at the deadline? That's just normal fan base. You know, I'll, I'll tell you a, a fun little story. 
when I was named the GM, I was the youngest in baseball at the time, and, and Andy McPhail called me up, and he was at that time one of the best executives in the game. And he said, let, let, me, let me tell you what it's going to be like as a GM. The years you win, you're going to be loved, and you're not going to have to pay for meals at restaurants. The years you don't get to the playoffs, you're going to be hated, and they're going to want you to be fired, so enjoy your tenure. <laughs> right. And you know what? That's exactly what it was. That's what it is. By the way, one other thing. If you're Bill DeWitt, we're, we're talking about how fans perceive him. If you're Bill DeWitt, you're saying, you got me Nolan Arenado and $51 million? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, how did you do that? And now, can you got me Goldie for what? Which Weaver did we give up? I mean, come on. Just stop it. Amazing. Hey, Jim, we always love your work, and we always enjoy having you on the show. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Take care. Jim Bowden of... The Athletic and, of course, of MLB Network Radio does a fantastic job there, and it's always good to have him on. And he's got Jordan Walker as the number one prospect in all of baseball. And Tink Hens as number two on his list of prospect pitchers to watch. So good things happening in the future for the Cardinals. The fight is coming your way next on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Character and Smallman podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Character and Smallman on 101 ESPN and Michelle's last day on this show. She will be up in the East, in New York, and in Bristol starting next week. And Michelle's ancestry, of course, is New Jersey and Italian. Mm -hmm. And one of Michelle's paisans at ESPN joins us now to say welcome back. Diana Rossini is with us on 101 ESPN. What? How are you, Diana? Thank gosh, because I start to feel very outnumbered at ESPN. The Italians are just, they're, they're fading on all the shows. And I'm starting to notice in a lot of the production meetings, I make reference to things or I, I use a phrase and everyone looks at me like I'm speaking a different language. Whereas a few years ago, everyone knew what I was saying. It's like, we, we, we've hired people from so many places now that the Italians are out and, and, and I'm help. So this has been the best news pretty much at the end of the summer here for me knowing michelle is back in connecticut well diana reinforcements are coming i'm actually wearing a pinky ring right now so let me tell you (laughs) i will bring all the italian flavor it's so good to talk to you thank you for doing this you are the best congratulations i'm so happy for you you know i was thinking last night gosh how long has michelle been been away because Mm -hmm. you know how it goes we were all so busy so much changes in life some people change their hair color completely. So much stuff happens to just I did that. change. Oh, yes, you did. And <laughs> let me tell you, I don't know a lot of people that do it. And it and it not only works, it kills. Thank it you. Kills. There isn't a picture I see on social media of you that I don't go, God darn it, this girl is pretty. <laughs> but that being said, it's your talent that's getting you to back to Bristol here. And I'm so excited for you. But, man, it has been a really fun fast what two years now for you um i know you guys have had so much success together out there and and i know you've grown so much as a sports broadcaster so i I think guys it's a matter of time we all know this we're going to see michelle everywhere on 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 the mothership just doing everything so i'm i'm so excited to be part of that and i I can't wait to actually just hop on calls with you and i'm 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 gonna guess tv too very soon 
Well, it's actually been, Diana, you won't believe this, like four years since I've been gone. We had a global pandemic oh that kind of disrupted everything. I know it seems like two <laughs> years, right? Because we were all kind of stuck inside. Um, but, you know, I probably have never told you this. But, you know, when I first came to ESPN, Diana, I had never worked with women before. I'd been the only female at 101 ESPN. And when I first got there and had you and Jen Lada as resources and friends, it changed everything for me to be able to have female colleagues that I could come to with questions and just have a shared experience with. And I just can't thank you enough for for being one of those people in my life. Well, that's really kind. And Randy, the truth is, we were all lost souls. Hell, we're still lost. But, you know, I reflect back, and and I'm sure you feel this way too, and and those that are listening too, when when you start off your career, uh, you know, or at least start at a different place, you you think at the time you kind of have a handle. And then as the years go, you look back, you're like, Oh my goodness, I was clueless. I knew nothing. Um, so, you know, to, to be able to bond with people who are also clueless and together you figure it all out. And and I, I think, look, getting older stinks. We can all admit that, right? <laughs> totally, like, it's the worst. Especially as women. But the one thing I've been saying for, for the last few years when, when I've been just like reflecting on things I'm doing and want to continue to do is, man, you can't replace experience. And it's mm-hmm. the best part about getting older is you kind of have the playbook now. You, 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 you know. And I watch so many young broadcasters now. And you know what? I very rarely go, man, I wish I was working that shift. Or, <laughs> man, I wish I was carrying my camera again. Yep. You know, like I used to back when I started. And, you know, I actually see reporters all the time when I'm at camp. Uh, different NFL teams. And I, and I, and man, I have so much respect for people who are doing that and, you know, doing it the right way and getting to a point where look at you now getting back to Bristol. And, and I can't imagine how much you've learned since you've been out there for four years. I so know. crazy. So um, I'm, I'm sure a different version of Michelle, of Michelle Smallman is, is about to attack Connecticut. I think so. One last thing for Diana Rossini. I I would love to be the proverbial fly on the wall with a Diana Rossini talking about her mom and Michelle talking about her nana. The 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 stories about these Jersey women <laughs> have to be incredible. Look, but the, here's the thing with with Italian mothers and grandmothers is they're filled with love. There are it, it's in there somewhere because everything else just comes off just harsh and. There are so many examples in my personal life where I, I look back, I'm like, I've become this person because my mom was so hard on me. <laughs> like, and, and I, I'm a mom now, and, and I find myself already doing it. My son's only one. I'm, I'm so hard. But you know what? I, I, I look, I, I, I'm grateful because now, now I think, I like to think I came out to be an okay person uh, who, who makes pretty good decisions. So that, that, that's, we're fortunate to have strong women in our lives who have, who have guided us this entire time. And, you know, I think about my mom and the, how she handles things all the time when it comes to sports. Uh, even yesterday, Jerry Jones was talking about how, you know, this Dallas Cowboys team has got to make it to the playoffs. And, look, people in the Midwest, people in the South are so lovely the way they articulate their feelings and their thoughts. But the things with Italians, like, you just say it, you just say what it is. And I just said it on the show. I'm like, guys, this is what Jerry said. I'm going to translate all this for you. You better freaking win. <laughs> you better freaking win. Or it's, or Mike McCarthy's going to be living in a dumpster. Because that's where he's headed. So, you know, that, that, that's the kind of real 
um, sort of energy I've been able to, to, to add to my craft because of my great Italian mother and grandmother. Oh, you are the best. Well, before we let you go, Diana, I have to ask you a football question. So since the Rams were brutally ripped from St. Louis, we have adopted the Dolphins as our NFL team here on Carriker and Smallman. So give us a diagnosis. What can we expect out of the Dolphins this season? There's something very funny about that to me. I don't know why. I think it's just the fact that it's so far from where you guys are. So random, like, right? We did a we did a vote. Yeah. The listeners picked it. I know. Team. Like, so bizarre. Like, what do you like? So bizarre. But you know what? Good for you guys. You found something. And I, you know, look, I have spent this off season talking about Tua more than any other quarterback, maybe with the exception of Aaron Rodgers during that free agent period when we we're trying to figure out what he was going to do. I mean, it is absurd how much we've discussed Tua's strengths, weaknesses, and what this offense can look like. And and look, I, if if I wanted to give a hot take for you guys right now this morning, I think Tua is going to look really sharp week one against the New England Patriots, knowing that they are still sort, sorting things out. I think this is going to be a big step forward for Tua. So go Dolphins. <laughs> there you go. Diana, thanks so much for coming on. We do appreciate it, and I know Michelle can't wait to see you again. Yeah, thank you, Diana. You're Randy, the best. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Fins up, St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Diana Rossini of ESPN on 101 ESPN. She's great. What a delightful surprise, and how about that, Randy? Tua coming out firing week one. Like that, against the Patriots, too. Woo. Nice. We're going to have a quick fight next on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Character and Smallman podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome to the fight on Character and Smallman. In the red corner, average Joe Listener. And in the blue corner, the undisputed king of morning drive. Please welcome Randy Character. Forty-three in St. Louis. That time check is brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. A late edition of the fight because we just had a wonderful chat with ESPN NFL reporter Diana Rossini. But Sam is coming on to take Randy in the fight. He was ready to go. So good morning, Sam. How you doing? I'm doing well, Michelle. Uh, I just want to say thank you for your service. It was great to hear you over the past couple of years and. Wish you nothing but the best as you move on. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate that. We appreciate you listening, and we appreciate you sacrificing yourself for the fight today. <laughs> yes, absolutely sacrifice myself. No, I'm kidding. I have confidence in you, Sam. I think you could take... Do it for me, Sam, on my last day. Take Randy down so we don't have to listen to all the sounders. <laughs> all right, let's do it. All right, Sam. Question number one. Who currently holds the record for the most rushing yards in an NFL season? Is it Derrick Henry, Chris Johnson, or Eric Dickerson? Well, let's go with Eric Dickerson. Which Hall of Fame QB holds both the Super Bowl single game and career records for yards per attempt? Is that Jim McMahon, Jim Plunkett, or Terry Bradshaw? Do you repeat the question again? Which Hall of Fame quarterback holds both the Super Bowl single game and career records for yards per attempt? Is that Jim McMahon, Jim Plunkett, or Terry Bradshaw. Let's go with Terry Bradshaw. Sam, who is the last pitcher to record a loss for the Cardinals in a World Series game? Was that Trevor Rosenthal, Michael Waka, or Adam Wainwright? So that would have been against Boston. Um, 
It was Waka or what were the other choices? Your options are Trevor Rosenthal, Michael Waka, or Adam Wainwright. Ooh, I think Wainwright gave up that home run. Let's go with Wainwright. All right. On this day in 1966, Michelle's favorite, the Miami Dolphins, played their first (laughs) ever NFL game. They made some noise on the first play in franchise history, doing this when they received the opening kickoff. Did they fumble the ball for for a safety? Did they fumble the ball for the defense to return for a touchdown? Or did they take that opening kickoff back for a touchdown? (laughs) I have no idea. I'm going to go with B. Option B. Okay. Sam says option B. We have confirmed the score. Where is Mr. Carricker? There he is. I should have dubbed in JR for that moment. That's right. <laughs> JR does a very good Michelle Smallman in the fight impression, as you might have heard earlier in the show. Randy, as you get settled here, please say good morning to Sam. Sam, good morning. Thanks for listening. Thanks for playing. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Randy. Doing well. Great to have you with how us. well I did on those uh, questions, but uh, I'm doing well overall. Well, we're all rooting for you. <laughs> Well, it's most of us are rooting for you. Randy is not rooting for you, Sam. Don't let him fool you. I hope Sam got three. No, he's definitely not. Why? Because you're going to get four? We'll see. Okay. You never know. All right, Randy. Has oh. happened. Colin. Oh, it has, hasn't it? Twice this week. Yeah. Okay. Randy has been known. Well, I, I, I almost just said Randy has been known to jack no! it. No! <laughs> no! Let's retract that. He's not lying. Oh, Randy! Oh! Randy! <laughs> Bless America. Gosh dang it. Randy. But I'm a man. Randy. Oh, <laughs> Ask questions. We, we all drive along and play Ask this game trivia. and we get them all four right. It happens. Oh. Ask him trivia. Question number one for Randy. Everybody does it. This is a family show. There are children in the car. <laughs> Parents are having uncomfortable conversations. Ask questions. Randy. I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> Randy, who currently holds the record for the most rushing yards in an NFL season? I believe it is still Eric Dickerson <laughs> with 2108 or something like that. 2184, something like that. 21 Randy, plus. Randy, which 2105, 2105. Which Hall of Fame quarterback holds both the Super Bowl single game and career records for yards per attempt? Uh, S- Super Bowl and. Regular season record. No, no, for, the, both the Super Bowl single game, single so one game Super Bowl, and their career record across all their Super Bowls played for yards per attempt. Oh, okay. He holds both the single game and career record for this. Uh, in the Super Bowl. Okay. Might be some... So, th- and there's no minimum here? It could be just anybody in any game? Yes. The Hall of Fame quarterback. I'm giving you that. Oh, Hall of Fame quarterback. Okay. Then I'll go with Kurt Warner. Randy, who is the last pitcher to record a loss for the Cardinals in a World Series game? So this would have been game number five in Texas in 2011. Who was the loser? I'll do the lifeline, Michelle. Trevor Rosenthal, Michael Waka, Adam Wainwright. Oh, yeah. We got to go to 2013, don't we? Waka. On this day in 1966, the Miami Dolphins played their first ever NFL game, and they made some noise on the first play in franchise history. What happened on the opening kickoff to the Miami Dolphins on their first play in NFL history? I'll say that they allowed a kickoff return for a touchdown. This was so close. You know I was pulling for Sam. I have to represent the listeners on my last day. Did Sam take down Randy? 
or will I have to endure all of the sound bites one more time? Rocky will ring the bell. The winner and still champion of the fight, Randy Carricker. Just win, baby. Sam, are you still there? Did you stick around for all of that? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I I got a big grin on my face. I I, I feel honored I got every single soundbite. I'm so glad, Sam, that you're honored you got dunked on. And I bet, oh, Randy, do you have more? (laughs) I already did that, didn't I? It doesn't matter. All right. So, I'm sorry, Sam, as you clearly are aware. Randy beat you three to two. Let's run through our answers. So Eric Dickerson holds the record for the most rushing yards in an NFL season. Randy got it right on the nose in 1984, 2,105. The Hall of Fame quarterback that holds both the Super Bowl single game and career records for yards per attempt is Terry Bradshaw. Oh, wow. The only quarterback in double digits for career yards per attempt. The last pitcher to record a loss for the Cardinals in a World Series game is Michael Waka, Game 6, 2013. And on this day... Isn't it interesting how we just kind of throw out the the World Series losses, by the way? Yeah. I just kind of repress that completely. Of course, because why would you want to revel in that? No way. And on this day, 1966, our Miami Dolphins played their very first ever NFL game. They made some noise on the first play in franchise history when there was a kickoff return for a touchdown. Congratulations, Randy. Can I get the life li- the uh, other things there? Because I can't imagine what the other answers could have been. Fumble for a safety, fumble returned for a touchdown, or kickoff return okay. for a touchdown. I th- those are the only three things I could think of. Yeah, me too. There you go. <laughs> Sam, thank you for listening. Thanks for playing. All right. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thank you, Sam. Great to have you with us on the last day of Carriker and Smallman. But the fight is not going away, by the way. It better not. Yeah. Randy Carriker is still here. I'll be here. There's many of people in St. Louis that still need to get dunked on. We're... Coming up on the final You're Killing Me, Smalls, which is epic today. And then at 9 o'clock, we've got a big announcement for you. Wait, that's next segment. 9 o'clock is next segment. Well, we we kind of ran over here because of our Diana Diana Rossini segment. So, so what are we going to do? Are well, we going to do the announcement next? No, we're coming back with something. We'll come oh, back with something special on 101 ESPN. <laughs> We're right back to the Character and Smallman podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. It is Michelle Smallman's last day on Character and Smallman. She's moving up to New York. She's going to be doing overnight Sports Center for ESPN Radio. Can't wait to hear that. And whenever somebody does great things, especially if they're a product of a university, that university loves to celebrate that person's successes. Mm-hmm. The Illinois football team plays tonight at Indiana, but Illinois basketball coach Brad Underwood joins us right now to uh, say hi and uh, good luck to Michelle Smallman. Coach, great to have you with us. How are you doing? 
Thank you, and uh, Michelle, congratulations, my gosh! I mean, uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to miss you, Coach. I am floored that you're on the other end of this line. You know, I'm a huge fan of yours. You've brought me so much joy by putting together great basketball teams that I've gotten to cheer for over the years, and I can't believe you took the time out of your day to uh, wish me well. This is unbelievable. Hey, ILL, we all stick together, and and when when good things happen. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't have felt right if I wasn't just a, a, a little part of it. So, uh, congrats! I'm. I'm really happy for you. Now you get to carry the brand. Uh, <laughs> you know, on the on the on the national level. Exactly. Now I can honestly say, I'm not sure if I'll hear you. I'm. You know, I go to bed early. That's okay. But I'll make. I'll make a point. I'll make a point. And. Uh, uh, excited for you. Congrats. Um, I and I, first of all, and let me tell you one thing, Coach. If I am nothing else, I am a huge homer. You better believe that I am going to be talking <laughs> about Illinois every chance I get. And you keep putting together amazing teams that give me a reason to talk about them proudly. Yeah, and we're um, we're excited about this year, and, and uh, hopefully we're going to give you a, a lot to cheer about. We actually have a game in the garden, so you need to come. I, do you know what? I have never been to the garden before. I would love to do that. Well, you, you're, you'll be my guest, and 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 we'll get that we'll get that worked out if it fits your schedule. Uh, I'll make the time. Uh, I'll make the time. I'm free. I just Jim, checked. I'm free. The Jimmy V. You're you're in, and uh, uh, we'll get our we'll get our we'll get we'll get together, and we'll get that figured out, and and uh, you got you're there. You're there. We anybody anybody who's us powerful as you are and can and we're going to we're going to take care of so we'll have fun at the garden that sounds awesome and you know who i might recruit to come with me coach is our old friend sean evans from hot ones you know he and i went to college together we were both in journalism school together and this time he won't be punishing you sean tried to kill me yes he did (laughs) yes he did but you did a great job i was very impressed you have no idea how hot that is (laughs) And 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 I, I mean I was not I was I was numb for an hour and a half after that, and and I love hot and I I, lo- I literally love hot and that 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 sauce they give you, that's my new practical joke stuff. Wow. <laughs> and oh, that that took a little that took a little uh, I will brag on myself that took a little toughness on my part to hold it composed. Uh, Holy smokes, was that hot. <laughs> well, Coach. You, you and Sean, you and I would love to have. Awesome. Well, thank you, great. Coach. Yeah, Coach, we can't thank you enough for taking your time. And it's amazing, man, how, how quickly it comes around. Practice is right around the corner. Yeah, we're just getting ready for an individual workout here and at 9.15. And uh, before you know it, September 26th, first day of practice. And then, uh, you know, you know, guys, games are right around the corner. And, and uh, next thing you know, we'll be uh, – be in league play and uh yeah it's uh another exciting year looking forward to uh uh to coaching this group but uh michelle congrats happy for you you're the best ill and uh let's get together and and we'll get that figured out and we'll get you and sean to uh to the garden i and i coach thank you so much this meant the world to me you bet congrats Brad Underwood, the head coach of uh, illinois joining us on character and smallman what is happening <laughs> That is amazing. Yeah, you're going to the garden. Meet me at the garden. (laughs) Different garden, but meet me at the garden. That'd be great. That's Michelle. I'm Randy, and that is You're Killing Me Smalls. It didn't kill her, though. I am dead.
<laughs> it's a corpse. For the rest of the show, it's a corpse. Let me tell you. That was incredible. Thank that, you guys for that. That was fun. Coming up, as Michelle departs, there is no replacement for Michelle Smallman. But we are going to introduce you to the person who is going to follow Michelle here on 101 ESPN. We might even have a name for a show for you. Ooh, I can't wait. This is going to be great. Next on 101 ESPN. Hey, Michelle, this is Tim McKernan. I could not be happier for you, and I know you are going to do incredible things at ESPN. Your kindness, your talent, your professionalism will be missed, but we all wish you the absolute best and have no doubt you are going to continue to be successful at ESPN. Hey, Michelle, it's Action Jackson. I just want to say how excited we all are for you as you head off to ESPN. We know you're going to do so well because you are so talented, you're so kind, and you're so professional. So best of luck to you over at ESPN. We're right back to the Character and Smallman podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Opinions matter. Time now for today's big thing with Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by Seiden Stricker Noby John Deere. Find them online at SNPartners.com. in St. Louis, your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, and Michelle, as you know, is going to New York and has a lot of friends from the University of Illinois Mm -hmm. in New York. You have a lot of friends from the University of Illinois in Chicago, and you really... I don't think I've met a person that went to the University of Illinois that I don't really like a lot. It's in our DNA. We're the best. Yeah. Maybe not at sports, but just as people. Right. And that's, but you know what? You, you turn out some great sports people. We do. Yourself, we do. And not only sports casters, but journalists and athletes. And as Michelle departs Carriker and Smallman, another product of the University of Illinois is going to take over behind the microphone on weekday mornings from 7 to 10. And it is the one, the only, the Illinois great Carrie Davis, CD. Right. <laughs> Carrie Davis. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I, um, I am so thankful for you and Michelle. You all are amazing people, Michelle. We are sad that you are leaving us, but we know you are going to do great things, and you know, greater things than you've done thus far. And we are excited to watch your journey, your career, your path. And I'm just honored and happy to be able to. Hopefully hold on to the seat that you had and, and do a good enough job at, oh, as you did. that seat is yours. <laughs> that seat is yours. I keep telling people I'd be seeing people around town since I made my announcement, and they're like, I really hope that it's somebody good. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a, ch- a championship caliber person. Not only a championship, uh, a Super Bowl champion in his own right, but just a championship person. You've heard Kerry on these airwaves for many years, and he is so talented. He's going to bring football expertise he's going to bring a big personality and you guys are going to have so much fun listening to randy and carrie every day well a little uh, inside radio for you when demarco left when the rams left in 2016 in the fast lane brad thompson and i went to management and said we want carrie davis we we and we just couldn't make it work carrie wanted to do it mm-hmm. we wanted carrie and we just couldn't make it all work and when you told me that you were going to, when you were even considering the move, you got you got to be like a GM, right? You got to have your list. Yeah. And so 
top of my list has always been Kerry Davis if I was going to have another co-host. And so I, I'm beyond thrilled that we get to sit around and talk sports and laugh. And it's, uh, I tell you, I told Michelle, we're, we're fans with access, and our job is basically to sit around and talk sports over breakfast every morning. And that, you can't beat that. No. That, is a, no. <laughs> that is an awesome job to have, and uh, to be able to work with you, Randy, is going to be awesome. I, I appreciate you, what you've done for my career thus far, and, and just the man that you are. You know, the, the, the broadcaster aside, the man, I don't think people know the type of man that you are and, and the things that you do for people, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Myself, Michelle, everyone around this building. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to be working with you. We're going to have a great time. We're going to have fun. We're going to laugh. Uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to have a good time. That's one thing about <laughs> Kerry Davis. And it doesn't matter what time of day. And like Kerry says, when, when, when I'm up, I'm up. But you always see Kerry Davis smiling. And whenever you have a conversation, you laugh. Absolutely. And Carrie has an amazing laugh, too. <laughs> it's going to be, I can't wait for you guys to start. I was just telling Carrie in the commercial break that I'm actually really bummed, not only because I'm leaving, but because Randy's going on vacation next week. So I have to wait two weeks to hear you guys together. But I'm going to be a regular. I'm going to be listening every day. I'm going to be a P1 texting you guys and bugging you all the time. I'll probably be texting in on the text line. You know, you know my number, so feel free to ignore it. Uh, but this is going to be great. Kerry's awesome. He's been awesome, and he's going to be a perfect addition to the lineup. I and appreciate it. If you aren't aware of it, Kerry is the head coach at Hazelwood Central, the head football coach. That's your alma mater, and yes. you're going to maintain that position too. Yes, I am. I'll still be coaching. We have a game tonight at Parkway West, so uh, we got had a, had had a bit of an issue last week and got trounced uh, versus Lutheran North. Uh, hopefully, we can fix that this weekend. Yeah, all, all credit Correct. to Luther North, yes. but this is week two. Yes, it is. New week. So, uh, new, new new season, really. Let's, last week didn't count. Yeah. And Michelle, by <laughs> the way, uh, I don't know if you've heard this, but as we end the shows, do you know how Carrie ends it now? No, tell me. Go Hawks. <laughs> so good I love it amazing so yeah we're looking forward to a lot of fun and I'll tell, I'll tell you what talk about walking into a situation with the Cardinals playing the way they're playing yeah, huh? with the start of the football season with Blues right around the corner and uh, I, I know that you're a, a big fan Carrie and I run into each other all, all the time at sporting mm-hmm. events yep. and so it couldn't really be better, right, than what you're walking into right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, like I said yesterday, Christmas Eve for us. Mm-hmm. This football season is around the corner. The Cardinals are playing uh, really, really good baseball, heading into the playoffs. And as you said, the Blues are about to start up, and you know, hopefully on a, on another run for the Stanley Cup. So I'm excited to to be a part of this, and and you know, hopefully I can, like I said, continue to take up the 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 role that that you're leaving us, and you know. Do well by it, and hope. I, hope hopefully, I make you smile and make you laugh. And you know, while you're away doing great things, as I've told you, yeah, you time have. and time again, you have, and I'm going to continue to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I know Carrie's like my my personal coach. He's like my life coach. There he helps go. me out. It's great. <laughs> when she's feeling down or not feeling, you know, the 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 best. That hey, superstar. That's what mm-hmm. we're going to be, and that's how we're going to go about our day. That's right. And you know, St. Louis is such an amazing football market, and I know a lot of people really want us to talk more football. They might not love the Rams, but people still are really locked into the NFL. It's king. And being able to add a a Super Bowl champion and a football expert to the lineup and be able to give you the perspective that Kerry has on on college football, on the NFL, it's invaluable. And it's so great. And I'm going to be listening. And so many Pittsburgh Steelers fans. And Kerry is still in with the the Pittsburgh Steelers. So 
Michelle, all due respect to our dolphins, but if they mess things up, <laughs> we might have to make a switch here. So basically after week one, we'll probably be making a switch. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, Even though Diana Rossini said that Tua will come out slinging it against the Patriots, I don't know. We didn't ask her about Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, I was going to say, 32 teams in the NFL, and you guys are like, can we, can, who are we picking between Tua or Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> no, Barn burner of a decision here, Why We like to punish ourselves. I don't know. Well, we were Rams fans for a long time. There you go. We're getting a lot of response from you folks on the text line, and we're going to get to some of those texts coming up here on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Carriker and Smallman podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Smalls, it's Lauren from Casey. We've had so many good times. I can't even talk about it on the radio, but laughing with you is the best. Your zest for life is infectious. You inspire me in so many ways, professionally as well as personally. And I just wish you all the best in this next chapter. Let's be friends forever. I'm always a phone call or a plane ride away. Godspeed, babe. Kill it. And we'll all be here watching from afar. That's my girl. (laughs) That is my girl. Learn has been such an amazing gift in my life. You know, I love working with all of you boys, <laughs> but to have a female that I can rely on like her in this building has been unbelievable. It's a true gift. Yeah, and I love you, Learn. Thank you for that. Yeah, she, she's great. Carrie Davis is here. He will be the co-host of the new morning show here on 101 ESPN. I'm off next week, so Chris Kerber will be in. And I believe Brooke Grimsley is going to be in. I believe you three are going yep. to be working together. And the name of the new show little football golf collaboration is the opening drive. The opening drive. I love it. Opening (laughs) drive of a football game, opening drive when you're on the tee, on the first tee. So it'll be the opening drive with Carrie Davis and Randy Carricker on 101 ESPN. And while Michelle Smallman is not going to be appearing every morning from 7 to 10 here on Carricker and Smallman anymore, you're still going to be a big part of our station and a big part of what we do. And you've got some plans in in, that you've got going and we want to know what, what else you're going to be doing for 101 ESPN. Yeah, I'm so thrilled to finally be able to announce this. It's been in the works for a while. It's been hard to keep this a secret, but um, I have made it pretty clear that I love soccer and that I'm so thrilled for what St. Louis City SC is building, and I can't wait for their season to kick off. So I'm very excited to announce that I'm going to be hosting a soccer podcast with 101 ESPN. I'm actually going to be co-hosting it with Moon from the Rizzuto Show. It's going to be called Soccer 101, and we're going to use the next couple months before St. Louis City SC officially kicks off to get everybody up to speed on what City has been doing, about the MLS, about soccer in general. We want it to be a judgment-free zone because we're Mm. all going to be learning about this together. And that way, when they're ready to go, we can be not only the best fans in baseball and the best fans in hockey, we're going to be the best fans in soccer, too. Love that. Soccer 101. Soccer 101. Creative idea. Good idea. Well, you know, we're learning 101 ESPN. Ah, There's some synergy there. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. So stick with 101ESPN.com and the 101 ESPN app because you'll be able to hear from Michelle and Moon. Is it going to be every week? Yes, weekly. Every week. Hopefully by the end of this month. And what about small talk? We've got several texts about small talk. That's going to continue as well? It will continue, yes. Uh, Probably still only once a month because Steve Cerruti, my podcast co-host, is killing it at the ringer and Mm -hmm. he is so busy. And about to be a new dad, by the way. Mm -hmm. Baby girl coming in October. Yeah. 
So uh, we try we try to connect as much as possible. And I know people are upset that we don't do it more. And I'm so appreciative of everyone's support there, too. But we'll still crank those out once a month. So CD and I are going to have to listen to Soccer 101. Yes, we are, to learn some things. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'll teach I, you. Don't you worry. Yeah, I appreciate it. If you guys don't think I'm going to be playing clips from Soccer 101, you're crazy. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, huh? it's definitely going to happen. <laughs> we have a lot of texts, and we thank you for t- texting into the Air Comfort Service text line 65780. Michelle, what do we have? Throw the 314. I've been sitting on the edge of my seat this morning hoping the announcement was going to be Carrie's name, and I'm so happy it is. Thank you. I appreciate that. I am. I, I am. I am. I'm really lost for words, and which is rare for me because I talk a lot. Uh, <laughs> but just you know, in this moment, it is. Uh, you know, it's, it's pretty exciting. Last night, hanging out with everyone, and 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 Michelle's kind of going away party that 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 uh, Mike Claiborne put on for her. It was it was amazing to you know be a part of it to see all of the people that care about you and that have helped you know, be a part of your life and, and that you have helped as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm talking a lot, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm a little lost for words. <laughs> well, that's but that's what broadcasters do. Yeah, that's right. You're just proving why you're perfect for this job because you can fill time. There you go. But it's been so hard to keep this a secret yeah, because yeah. I'm so excited for you. And, you know, it's so hard for me to leave because this is such an amazing situation. And when I first decided or when this opportunity was first presented to me and I, and I talked to Randy about it, he told me, I'm going to be disappointed in you if you don't do right, this and you don't right. go for it and I said but I'm just worried about you I don't want to put yeah. we have such good chemistry yeah. and we really had the show rolling and the ratings were great and I was like I don't want to leave you in a bad spot so I feel like Carrie you are my going away gift to Randy character because I know that you're going to be the best possible co-host for him I appreciate that and, and you know I said Randy is uh he's a great mentor he is he has helped me tremendously throughout my entire career so I'm I'm looking forward to working with you learning more from you ask Uncle Randy was amazing when we did it a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "Oh wow, this is this is more than just sports. I can learn some life lessons from Uncle Randy." So yeah, we we're going to do this thing. We're going to have fun. But by the way, before we ever did radio together, Carrie and I did TV together. Yeah. No way, we did Where? football games yep. together for charter. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, Long, 2012 high school yeah. football wow. games. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you guys have been teammates for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. How about this one from the six one eight? Holy bleep! CD is joining one hundred and one ESPN full time. Hell yeah! I'm going to miss you, Smalls. But you guys picked the perfect replacement. I appreciate that as well. Thank you. I, that is that is amazing. It's it's good to know you we were talking about it yesterday the the fans, the people that that listen that you don't really know or or you know, you're not aware of how many people are listening to us. Yeah. Uh so it's going to be exciting to to meet our fans when we're when I'm outside and out and about and just hearing what they have to say about the show. Hopefully we continue to make you laugh in your in your morning ride to work or you know, wherever you're going. So that's what we're going to try to do. The 314 says, congratulations, Carrie. I've always loved checking in on, in on the shows when you fill in. This is a great choice. Appreciate that. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> I, Mike Ryder, our fearless leader, came in and said, I don't think we've ever seen the text line this positive in our entire existence. This is amazing, Carrie. I love that everyone's, well, I'm not surprised, but I just love that everyone is is expressing how hyped they are to have you join the team. Right, yeah, no I'm, doubt I'm excited as well. So And... Uh, Obviously, the show is going to, we aren't going to have your killing me smalls because oh, it just doesn't make right. any sense to have that. Yeah, if we I don't know. have smalls, your killing me smalls doesn't really apply. It really doesn't. But uh, <laughs> Matthew's got some ideas for us. We're going to change some of the benchmarks, but we'll still have the main elements to the show. We're going to. The fight. Still have the, fight the fight will still always. be here. We'll, we'll, we're stealing Peak and Pit. From, oh, you can steal it. That's great. Okay. <laughs> it, just consider it an homage to me. Yeah, absolutely. Highs and lows of the week. I love yeah, that. We will. We'll do that. And. Uh, 
One of the things, and we have Brad Underwood on, and people are thinking, okay, finally, we're done with Illinois. No, we aren't. We aren't. Gotcha. <laughs> There's that one texter out there. He hit us on Tuesday, and he's like, okay, good. Michelle's gone. We're not going to have to listen to so much Illinois football talk anymore. Oh, little and did I mean, you know, sir or ma'am. The joke's on, on you. you. <laughs> so, anyway, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be fun, and... Uh, we're all going to be rooting for Hazelwood Central, obviously. So obviously. We'll, thank you. Yeah, so th- that'll be fun. And we're going to have a great time. I-, I can't thank our leadership enough for listening and understanding that Kerry Davis is the best choice, Mike Ryder, Tommy Matter, and John Kioski. Yes. And uh, if if I had to lose my co-host in Michelle, I couldn't ask for a better person to sit in that chair than Kerry Davis. I appreciate that. So, and I'm thank thrilled. You. Coming up... We need your text 65780. Michelle oh, is going no. to give us a little going away. Thank you for people. And Oh boy, are we doing this now? We Should are. we explain this? Yes. Okay, I've been You guys, I've held it together the entire show. I brought my own box of Kleenexes because I thought I've it'd been be so sad. impressed. Thank you. Yeah. I know. Well, there's just been so much going on. You know, so Brad Underwood's calling yeah. and inviting me to the garden. How am I going to cry over that? <laughs> but I told the guys last night at my going away thing that I had written a little goodbye to St. Louis and this is what I want to do. Uh, since we have fun on this show, and I, I've never cried on air, I got close with Rocky Sickman uh-huh. uh, when he was talking about being uh, held hostage and everything mm-hmm. he had to endure. I was just so in awe of this person and an American hero standing next to me that I almost cried. I've never sworn on the air, thankfully, <laughs> and I've never cried, but I, I probably cannot get through this goodbye without crying. So what we're going to do is when we come back and I say goodbye, we're going to start the timer and everybody right now text in to 65780 what point in the next 10 minutes that you think I'm going to cry. Seconds or minutes and seconds. Minutes and seconds, correct. Mm. Or closest to the pin, whatever right, it may right. be. <laughs> and then we're going to set the timer and whoever is right is going to get a free t-shirt. There you go. Courtesy of one <laughs> And Randy can play the club horn when I cry. And now let's make this clear. If I need to take a breath and gather myself or if my voice cracks, that does not count. It has to be, be actual, actual waterworks. Yeah, yes. Carrie can be the spotter okay, since he's I'll next watch. to me. I'll watch. Yeah, sounds good. And by the way, when I don't know why we're going to do this. When you cry, we're going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Fun of me. I mean, this is what we do here is we're self-deprecating. So, and I uh, I don't know. I'm going to need a laugh because this is going to be a really hard goodbye. Right. Texts for a free shirt. We get a lot of texts. <laughs> Next on 101 ESPN. Hey, Michelle. It's the 101 ESPN sales team. Best of luck on all your ventures in my hometown. When you get to New York, we will miss you here dearly. Smalls, we are so grateful for you and all you have done over the years for us and our clients. And we know you will go continue to shine bright up in the Big Apple. Michelle, thanks for everything you've done for us while you've been here, keeping a powerhouse example for women in sports. Michelle, it's been amazing to work with you and watch you grow. And I feel like we have been on parallel paths, you on the on-air side, me on the sales side. And it's just been amazing to go through that with another female partner. So good luck. We love you. We miss you. And we can't wait to watch you do great things. You're You're killing killing us, Smalls. We're right back to the Character and Smallman podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Okay, Michelle's looking away, but I have a question for Kerry Davis. 18-year-old college freshman in his very first college football game. Do you give him a pass if he has a drop? 
Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I see what you did there. Yeah, yes, and no. Okay. <laughs> I, I always look at that. You know, Eighteen years old. You were a you were a freshman. I mean, yeah. it's, you're going to make mistakes. You, oh, you yeah. coach high school I, I made I made plenty of mistakes my first two years. So yeah, yeah it was bad. Going to happen. Yep. Twenty eight <laughs> months ago today, Carriker and Smallman started. It was May second of twenty twenty. Right in the midst of the the heart of the pandemic sports have been shut down a couple mm-hmm. of months earlier and we got rolling and had a lot of fun even though we didn't have any sports <laughs> and then once sports started then it, it was even better but i am telling you that this has been one of the highlights of my career which next year will be a 40-year career wow, but Randy. working with michelle and working with a woman on the air on a regular basis for the first time has been really fun for me and somebody that I, i've adored for a long time because you're such a sweet person and such a knowledgeable person and such a pro and i'm really going to miss you because you're wonderful i'm going to miss you too you'll hear about that in a second okay should we do this yes so we've got a lot of uh we've got a lot of entries into when does michelle cry yes so here's if you missed the last segment here's what we're doing i'm going to give a goodbye speech and it's going to take a minute okay there's about 10 minutes in a, in a segment so everyone text in the minute and the second you think into this speech that i'm gonna cry with a tear with a tear now i might need to take a breather my voice may crack carrie is going to be the spotter we're talking actual tears coming out of my eyes now i want all three of your guesses too okay we're gonna mm-hmm. see which one of you guys is closest to the pin matt you're first where do you think i start crying i'm going uh with the two minute mark exactly two minute mark for matt okay carrie i just wrote down two minutes and 22 seconds okay i love <laughs> Like that close randy i'm gonna say i'm gonna give you a little more credit than that i'm gonna go 244 oh 244 <laughs> great thanks a lot for your confidence rk um you know what i'm gonna do okay <clears throat> actually uh here i'm gonna beat this thing i'm gonna go all dick for meal on you guys we all thought dick for meal was gonna cry and okay. he did not he got a little choked up talking about Carol, but he he powered through. So I am going to power through. So you count me in, and we're going to go. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Okay, well, speaking of the great Dick Vermeil, when we were in Canton, we talked to Coach about his speech, and he told me, you got to give people the opportunity to know that you love them when you can. And so this is my opportunity. It's very rare that you get the chance to shout out all the people that helped you and supported you along the way. And so I'm going to do it. And what are they going to do, fire me? (laughs) This is my time, okay? Hubbard Radio is a very special place to work from the top down. Ginny Morris and all of the wonderful people at corporate, they have always been so personable, innovative, and steadfast in their vision of how they wanted this company to be. And they're really smart people who employed the best possible crew here at Hubbard St. Louis. This is a championship team. The sales staff is nails. These are the rock stars behind the scenes that make all of this run. We have an incredible lineup, and I've loved working with so many talented people at 101 ESPN. I'm technically their colleague, but I'm actually also a fan of every single person on our station and in our cluster. The hallways are like summer camp. We get to see the Riz show every morning, Courtney and the Art Squad, WIL, learn. The fact that I get to walk the hallways with John Hewlett is something that I do not take for granted. It is so cool, and the list goes on. But the main thread here between departments and shows and stations is that all of of us want to see each other win and that is rare we really are a big family here at hubbard st louis and everybody in this building pulls the rope the same way and that's why it's such a great place to work and even though we really do want everybody to win i was kind of hoping that the ratio guys wouldn't win just once <laughs> so that randy and i could be number one once but randy we got really close and we gave it our best shot and i know that now we have carrie davis taking the
the ball. He's going to run the ball over the goal line for us. Um, and to have a championship team, you have to have championship coaches. And boy, do we. John Kiowski, Tommy Mattern, and Mike Ryder, they're like the murderer's row of bosses. I can't express to you how amazing it is to be employed by these three people. They know radio, but more importantly, they know people. They have an incredible way of supporting you while also challenging you and making you better. The belief that these three have in me is crazy. I still can't believe it. And I'm so appreciative that they gave me the opportunity to work here. There are a lot of people outside this building that helped me along the way. Rennie Knott was the first person that let me be on a show on these airwaves. Mike Claiborne has been an invaluable resource, confidant, and friend to me. Love you, Claibs. And there's so many people to thank, and I'm, I'm actually going to cut out a lot of these names because we're going to be here until the fast lane is over at 6 p.m. <laughs> but, of course, a special shout-out has got to go to Bernie Miklas. Bernie gave me my first job in radio. He fought for me to come home and be a host, and I am nowhere in this career without Bernie. To the people in this room, Carrie Davis, you are a star. You're going to continue to be a star. And and I can't wait to listen to you. Thank you. To Matt Rocchio, you have been such an unbelievable addition to the show. I probably don't tell you enough how appreciative we are of you. Thank you for all of your hard work. And more importantly than that, thank you for your enthusiasm. This is a really hard job, and it's even more difficult when you have to wake up at the hours that we do. You always come in with a smile on your face. Your laugh is infectious. You're a good person, and good things happen to good people. Keep up the great work. And do me a favor, okay? Keep Randy in line. Try not to let him work in too many awful nicknames on the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not that I'm going to be bad at that one. I'm sorry. That's but your I'm gonna, job. I'm going to miss the hell out of you. <laughs> okay, deep breath. To my co-host, my partner in crime, my friend, my mentor, you name it, Randy Carricker fills that bucket. What can I possibly say that will ever fully encapsulate how much Randy Carricker has done for me and how important he's been to my career? Even though you are a legend and I am just me, from the day that we started this show, you have always treated me like an equal. You made sure that we had equal billing, that my voice was always heard. You always went out of your way to introduce me to people in power positions, and you always made sure to show me the right way to do this. You told me at dinner that when I came to you, I was like a broken dog, like a broken bird. And you gave me, Randy, the encouragement and confidence in myself that I needed to be able to do this job. You gave me my wings to fly. You always made sure that we had fun every single day. And boy, did we have fun. I laughed every single day that I worked with Randy Carricker, and that is a gift that he gave me. When I meet people, they always ask me about Randy. They wonder if he really is as great in real life as he is on the radio. And I tell everybody, no, he's better. However great you think Randy Carricker is, he is better, infinitely so. And I'm so jealous that Carrie and Matt get to work with Randy every day, and I'm really going to miss you. And you might be Mega Mind, Randy, but I'm Mega Q because we had this uh, tally running behind the scenes over who could get the most best questions out of people. And uh, since this is my last show, I had 87. Randy Carricker had 53. I will be taking that title with me when take I the go. Trophy. I will take the trophy. Love you, Randy. I need to talk about representation for a second because it matters. And I didn't fully realize how much it matters until I sat in this chair. To all the women who would reach out and tell me that they listened to the show and that simply hearing my voice on the air made them feel like they belonged, thank you. To all of the parents of little girls who reached out to tell me that you listened on the way to school and that your daughters love the show and might want to do what I do one day, thank you. You have no idea what that meant to me. And while this is amazing, an amazing job, it comes with some real challenges and being the only woman on this station compared that. There have been many days when I felt like it's too much and I can't do it anymore. And I thought about putting this gig on ice and doing something else. But then I'd hear from a female listener. I'd think about all of those little girls listening to my voice and I'd keep going. And without knowing it, you've been my battery pack. You gave me the juice and the perspective I needed. And you've given me a purpose. And for that, I am grateful. I need to take a breather there. 
to my family and friends. Okay, no tears yet. They have not come out yet. But my family and friends, you know how much you mean to me. Thank you for making dinners at 4 p.m. so that I could get home in time to watch the game. Thank you for putting up with me when dinners were were not at 4 p.m. and I had to watch the game on my phone. I watch games on my phone at weddings, at birthday parties, at brunches, right before I'd walk into church, maybe a bathroom break during church and after church. But my people always understood and they made adjustments on my behalf to make sure that I succeeded and I was prepared and that is love. I can't to talk too much about my parents because I'll sob and that is not the, the point of this but my parents are the real MVPs mom you're my best friend I know you're listening and dad thank you for transferring your love of sports to me you listen to every show you've never missed a show and after every day you would tell me that you're proud of me and my parents always told me to reach for the stars and they built the staircase to help me get there and I love you more you both more than words can say and finally to the BLIS the best listeners in sports Absolutely none of this is possible without you. Media is just like sports. If you don't perform, you're out. And by listening every day, you casted your vote for me and for our show. And without the ratings and the success of this show, I don't get any other opportunities. I get DFA'd. And I've heard from so many people since I've made this announcement on Monday, and I've been really overwhelmed by the support. I've heard from people all over St. Louis, all over the country, and it's it's been amazing. And I've tried to respond to everyone, but it was impossible. So if you're listening now and you've sent me well wishes or support, please know how much I appreciate you. You are the reason that I get to continue to follow my dreams. If you know anything about me, you know that I love St. Louis. This is a special place. There's a reason that so many athletes come here and they stick around. We have our issues like any other place does, but we have a sense of pride and community here that simply does not exist anywhere else. We, we ride so hard for our city and for each other, and I cannot fully express what it feels like to know that so many people from St. Louis are in my corner cheering me on. It's the best sports town in America. Don't at me. It's a fact, okay? It is a fact. And to be able to talk about something that is so connected and important and a community that I care about to get to share my mornings with you and talk about sports over a cup of co- over a cup of coffee it's kind of been the honor of my life and finally if you've listened to the show long enough you know that on a podcast I hosted small talk I got an astrology reading with my friend and podcast co-host Steve Cerruti and the astrologer told me that one day I was gonna hit the lottery and I believe this guy big time okay I googled boats I made plans for vacation I told Randy he was getting money I was convinced <laughs> that this was gonna happen and I still can't believe that I didn't win the mega millions I was actually really <laughs> bummed out that day but as I sat down to write my goodbye it clicked I am just a girl from Belleville, Illinois. I didn't play professional sports. I don't have any connects in media or in this industry. And somehow I got to work for a company like Hubbard with the bosses and the coworkers that I have and get to do this for a living. And what more could a girl ask for? I hit the jackpot indeed. Thank you from the bottom of my heart to everyone who has ever listened. It's not goodbye. It's see you later and never forget. Never, ever, ever. Hashtag BBC. (laughs) <laughs> that was unbelievable that was incredible that was incredible yes. proud of you you had way more people so the, you had way more people crying so who gets a t-shirt then yeah. because you didn't cry we had a text of 10 minutes need a drink of water. so I believe that that Matthew is the yeah, winner. That's Did gonna you? be the winner. Yeah, yeah. I got Ten real close we'll there, real close. When I was talking about the female support, but yeah. wow. So that's so, it. And you uh, can end the show. I got nothing else. That's <laughs> it. I'm tapped out. Well, we uh, we can't thank your parents enough for sharing you with us and your your friends and family. And you have friends and family all over the world, literally all over the world. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm lucky. And 
obviously, as you, you said, this is home, and it's so cool for us to not only see you succeed at a high level, a really high level here in St. Louis, but we know, I know, that you're going to succeed at a high level at uh, the national level as well and can't wait to see that happen. And by the way, we've got Greg Amsinger on every week. Yeah, we do. We've got Danny Mack on every week. Yeah, we do. We've got Chris Kerber on every week. We're going to have Michelle Smallman on every week. Are we? Yeah, absolutely. Great. Anytime. You call me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just Can it be in the 9 o'clock hour? <laughs> yeah, we can do that. We, 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 we can pull that off. <laughs> you know, now so, that I don't have the early alarm, I will get up early for you guys because I love you. Yeah, but, 9 o'clock hour is fine. Right, 10 o'clock Eastern, by the way. Perfect. That'll be great. Yeah, I love better. that. Anytime. So that, we're looking forward to that, and uh, we, we appreciate the heartfelt goodbye, and I thank you for saying what you said about me. Of course, Randy. You know you're the best. And I had to go Dick Vermeil. You have to tell people you love them while you have yeah, the opportunity. There and there's so many people that have expressed their love and support to me. It's been overwhelming. So I just wanted to give a little bit that, of that back to everybody. And not only did she go Dick Vermeil on telling everybody she loves him, but she went Dick Vermeil on not crying during the speech. I, I brought in my own box of tissues. <laughs> so, so when you walked out, I was convinced. I was like, oh, it's going to... It's, it's going to be bad. I, be bad. I, I, said, yeah. I said, it might be 30 seconds. <laughs> when, when she walked out, yep. I was like, oh, okay, well, that, that, that scared me a little bit because I was like, oh, she's going to come back in. That's but you right. actually went out there, got your mind together, right. and a strong game plan, put it together, came in and did a solid and outstanding job. Thank you. And Thanks, powered Coach. through it. And powered through it like the champion that you are. That's, Thank you. Th- those are the things that, that we expect from our champions. You know, we learn in this business. Game, <laughs> game time is on time. Yes, and, uh, and I was on. Let's go. I can't believe it, though. I, I saw the um, I saw the, the jackpot thing coming, and I was like, coming down the road, I'm like, oh, no, if she lands this one, it might get me. If she lands this jack, <laughs> this whole I actually did win the jackpot. I'm like, she lands this, she might get me here. Yeah. I can't believe you made I thought it through. you were going to Tell us she actually won it. <laughs> Do you think I'd be here if I won it? You'd be getting a text from a boat in Italy. I wouldn't be here. I'd be like, peace. It's been nice, guys. We're going to head down the stretch of Carriker and Smallman, soon to be the opening drive on 101 ESPN. Michelle, we're certainly going to miss you. Super talented. No surprise that ESPN Radio has decided to, to call you back and you know have you do some hosting as well. So, But she can host. When I first got here, she was a producer just like I was. And just the career path that Michelle has taken has been, uh, she's succeeded at, in any role that she has had. She's yeah. going to crush it. She's going to crush it. Where, wherever she goes, whatever she does. So, yeah, we wish her all the best. Uh, stinks having her leave us again. But uh, it's good for her. It's a big uh, It's a big deal. It's a, oh, oh, a little jealous. You know, look at her go. Yeah. Just, just riding off into the sunset. Good luck, Michelle. You're going to do great. Done a great job here. Certainly helped the morning show a lot. And uh, you and Randy had a great thing going on there. So uh, good luck out in Bristol and in New York City. I know you're going to be living in the Big Apple. I believe that's the plan. So enjoy that. It's a lot of fun. But, again, nothing but the best. Yeah, Michelle was one of the first people that helped me before I was on this show. I was on the morning show. So um, it's going to be tough not seeing her around anymore. So good luck, Michelle. We're right back to the Character and Smallman podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. 
All right, final segment for Carriker and Smallman. And Michelle, as you know, is going to New York. She's going to be working out of Bristol on the uh, Sports Center overnight on mm-hmm. the radio, which we air here on 101 ESPN. But a lot of people texting in wondering, what are you going to be doing? What yes. is Sports Center overnight on the radio? So, um, what I have with ESPN is a general talent contract, and they're going to start me out on what's called Sports Center All Night. And that's basically just like you see Scott Van Pelt on the television version of Sports Center. Whenever the games are over, I'm coming on the air and we're going to wrap up all of the headlines and the scores with sports. And I believe next weekend is going to be my first shift, which is amazing because I think it's going to be after an NFL Sunday. We're still trying to iron that out. But if you are maybe out late hanging out and you're taking an Uber home, have your Uber driver put on 101 ESPN and you'll be able to hear me. Um, But that's where we're starting and then we'll kind of see where it goes from there. But I'll be sure to keep everyone informed. There's a couple other things that are maybe in the works that I don't want to speak about just yet because I'm a very superstitious girl and until (laughs) ink is on paper, I don't want to jinx it. Um, But I'll be telling everybody on Twitter, on Instagram, every time that I'm going to be on the air, I'll be sure to make, or I'll be sure to let St. Louis know. And you will love the intensity of, especially like when we get to the World Series or baseball playoffs because you love them mm-hmm. and you are going to be doing, if there's a Monday night game and there's baseball playoffs, Monday night takes precedence nationally at ESPN. But the fact that you're doing it and you, you watch the games and then you have to respond immediately, that's pretty fun. It's a total challenge for me. So one of the reasons that I wanted to do this is not only to say I was able to host a show nationally and how many people get the opportunity to do that. I'm so fortunate. But because this is going to push me. I'm, I'm somebody that loves a challenge. You remember I did 75 hard. Mm-hmm. This is going to push me to be better at my craft. It's going to sharpen me in different ways. I'm going to be solo for an hour, maybe longer. I have to write a script. I have to do all of these different things that I haven't done. I haven't written a script like that, especially one that long since college. And mm-hmm. I got up there for training and was like, oh, wow, I really like this. This is getting my wheels and my brain turning in, in different ways. And I'll still be able to do other things and hopefully host a weekend show here or there or do stuff that is more in tune with what I've been able to do here on 101 ESPN. But I really like that it's going to broaden what I'm able to do. And hopefully, since I am the David Perron of St. Louis Sports Talk Radio, it's just going to make me that much better for you guys when I come back to St. Louis inevitably. When I first started doing Sports Open Line, Jack Buck said, just get them to like you. Stick around long enough to get them to like you, mm-hmm. and you'll be in great shape. And you are, and uh, on Monday when we made the announcement, you said, I don't want to do this for this long. And I said, this yeah. is a big deal. You are a beloved figure in your hometown. You, St. Louis, the metro area, Michelle Smallman is loved. And I, I hope you've, I know you've felt that, but understand that, that you've got an entire community that loves you and is going to listen to you and is rooting for you in your next venture. Yeah, you're right. I felt really awkward about it. I didn't want to make it about me. I just wanted the show to go on this entire week as planned, as normal, because I don't know. I We don't get a sense of how people listen and how they feel about us because most people, Randy, listen to our show, they enjoy it, and then they go about their day, you know, they, because they're normal and they just like it. Um, but I cannot tell you how much it's meant to me to hear from so many people that have listened to us and have told me that they like my work and that they shared their mornings with us and that they wish me well. It's been amazing. And you know, it's mutual love. I love St. Louis. St. Louis, outside of my, my family and my friends and, and all of my, my coworkers and peers, St. Louis is my number one love. It's 
we've got each other's backs. I am on vacation next week. Matthew Rocchio doing a great job. Thank yeah, you, sir. It's going to be a lot of fun this week. I just want to say really quickly, thank you so much, Michelle. Uh, when I wanted to, when I came to ESPN, um, I, I wanted to take a next step in my career, and you have been such an amazing teacher, um, and, you, and you've pushed me, and you've challenged me, and that's what I wanted in my career, and that's exactly what you gave me. I've learned so much over the last seven months. I've taken huge steps, and you have been a huge part of that. Thank you so much. Uh, watching you rise up the way you have, it's it's just given me a role model to look up, look up to. Thank you so much. Matt, you've been amazing, as I said. And you're right, you've had so much growth in such a short amount of time. I can't wait to see what type of a talent you are. And how long have you been here? Eight months? Yeah. In another eight months, where will you be? You're going to kill Crystal. it. Keep. <laughs> Brandy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be careful. I'm I might be coming to poach. Stay in, Randy. <laughs> and uh, so I'm, I'm out next week. I'll be back a week from Monday. Ordinarily, obviously, I'm the one that says goodbye and have a great weekend, St. Louis, but somebody else can do that this time. Thank you for everything, and I love you, St. Louis. You've been listening to the Character and Smallman podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors... We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.